It's time debit card users are also included in the cashback fun. Now everyone can get cashback on everyday purchases with Discover Cashback Debit. That includes no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank member FDIC. Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Now I ain't saying she a gold digger. But she ain't messing with no broke, broke. Now I ain't saying she a gold digger. But she ain't messing with no broke, broke. Get down, girl, gon' head, get down. Get down, girl, gon' head, get down. Get down, girl, gon' head, get down. Get down, girl, gon' head. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. I am Ryan Bailey. Welcome to the Wednesday episode. It is Tuesday night right now. It is 7.06 p.m. I'm not waiting till 10 like I usually do on the other ones. Uh, thankfully, there has been not a lot of or any Army Hammer news. So thankfully, we are not going to be speaking anything about that today. Uh, of course, I'll let you know as soon as anything um happens with that but thank god today is all about laughs today is all about laughs i have one of the best guests today do you know two judgy girls i think everybody does but courtney frayne from two judgy girls is my guest and we i i i had the best time talking to her i don't even know if you guys are gonna like it i mean this is just I think we just really just were making each other laugh and talking about the shows we love this is I think this is a great show. Hopefully you guys will dig it. I, I think so. I had a, the best time doing it. Uh, so yeah, Courtney is my guest. Uh, let me see. A couple things before we get started. Happy birthday to Craig Conover. Congratulations on everybody thinking you're the hottest guy in the game. That, uh, that must be fun. So happy birthday, Craig. Remember, lower level games, I am doing a uh, giveaway that I'll be drawing on Thursday. All you have to do is send me a screenshot of your five-star review on Apple Podcasts for So Bad It's Good. Um, if you don't like it, I get it, you know, or if you don't like it, just write me and say you don't like it, but you still want to be in or don't, but don't do that. I, I'm very sensitive. Um, and I'll enter you to win a Guess Who Real Housewives All-Star Edition game. It is very fun. I've played it. Not the game you're going to get, but I've played another one. You're going to dig it. Uh, and uh, let's see. Oh, the other thing I thought was weird today. Have you guys seen this painting that Kim Kardashian and Kanye West's daughter Northwest did? It's, uh, it's like artist level good. And... I was like, there's no way, there's no way this kid did that. 
But then Kim and Tracy Romulus, I guess Tracy Romulus's daughter, takes art lessons from this girl in Calabasas, and they're saying it really is North's painting. And if that's the case, I mean, Northwest is potentially more talented than Kanye and Kim combined. So congratulations. I want you guys to go look at this painting and tell me, and guys, this isn't about making fun of kids or anything like that. In fact, I know Tracy Romulus was like, how dare everybody make, you know, doubt this and make fun. I mean, I hope you're not letting your kids online to see any of our comments, but not making fun of kids. I'm just blown away because if, if, if North really did this, like, look at it. It's like our, it's like artistry. It's not just like a painting that makes sense. It's a painting that you can tell has like art behind it. You know, those paintings are just like a step up where you're like, it, it has its own artistic bent on things. That's what this painting is, but it blows me away. And also Kim, Kim posted something on Instagram today where she was like with Courtney and she was like, first off, they're in the weirdest bathing suits. Kim's like in this weird bathing suit that has legs on it. I don't like to go in the water that much, you know, but last time I checked, you know, bathing suits don't have legs on it, but whatever. So Kim tweeted this thing out earlier that I thought was so crazy. She wrote, um, <laughs> uh, somehow in this crazy life, we found each other and then put two mermaids and it was her and Courtney. And I was like, my God, Kim does not know that her and Courtney are related. And that's how they actually found each other. Um, and then Kim obviously got the backlash from that and then reposted and made a joke about, you know, remember when she lost the diamond in the ocean? She reposted that joke, which just shows that Kim is very aware of her social media. So hopefully she's listening to this podcast. Hi, Kim. Um, that is it, you guys. I just want to laugh today with you guys. Like I said, Courtney Frayne is just I, I wish I... I I just get along so well with Courtney. I have such a blast talking to her. It's one of those interviews where I kept going, oh, can I talk? One, one more thing. One more thing. And I already have 30 more things that I want to talk to her about. So I hope you guys enjoy this as much as I do, because I think like halfway through it, it literally just becomes a conversation that I have with one of my best friends, you know? So uh, enjoy this. I will talk to you on Thursday. Remember Thursday, you guys, I got to talk to the one and only Deandra Simmons, from Real Housewives of Dallas having the killer season. I'll also be talking to Bill and Becky Bailey, so look out for that. Um, love you guys. I'll talk to you on Thursday. gentlemen i am so excited for our next guest uh not only has her and her partner celebrated 200 podcast episodes this past week which is just so exciting that i had to give her the gift of begging her to come on my show 
it's not the dog, I swear. Um, I'm so sorry. I'm <laughs> no, so sorry. Is, I'm like, of no. course she makes a noise. No, this is great. No, no, no. This is the kind of casual vibe we go for. Anyways, get you guys. She's amazing. Courtney Frame, two judgy girls. She's awesome. Hi. I could go on and on. Courtney, how are you? I'm so good. Thank you so much for having me on. Can I just tell a really ridiculous story about my dog real quick? Yeah, please. Okay. Sorry. That's who's barking. I swear to God, she is quiet all the time there. She knows when something is like important that she needs to like be quiet or just like chill out. Whenever I have like an important work meeting, like I'm presenting externally, I'm doing something like that. She will find a way on the zoom. Like she'll sit on the bed behind me and she will find a way to get herself in frame. So she's just like peering over my shoulder basically to like make sure that everybody knows she's in existence as well. Well, so that's kind of like Northwest uh, Kardashian daughter. No, no, my dog is, my dog gets older. I don't have her right now. Um, my, my ex says, but when I have her, she is now taken to just getting in front of my face and barking, just getting right directly <laughs> making eye contact and will bark until I, uh, and it doesn't matter who I'm talking to. It's like, my time is now, she says. And I What love kind that. of dog? It's a Pekingese Shih Tzu mix, and she she's gorgeous, but she's just very particular in her old age. And we've encouraged a complete, completely spoiled brat. And well, she completely. decided she decided not to go to college, so she's just with us now. And and she uh, wanted to be an influencer. Yeah, she she saw that fake famous HBO show and loved yeah. it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. So she went the Dominique route because the other two, I, I have a lot of comments on that. I don't, I don't know where we're going on our journey well, today. <laughs> yeah, Courtney, by the way, texted me and said, what are we, what should I prepare? I said, uh, nothing. We're just going to talk because you already watched the shows I watch and love. And I, I do want to say like, I, I try not to listen to your show uh, because I do not want to steal because you guys are so laser like in even though Summer Mary, I disagree with sometimes. Bad, um, she's got some bad taste. Okay? I had some Southern charm uh, bones to pick with her, but I listened this week just, and I, what I think is just so amazing. And what I think everybody thinks is amazing about you guys is that it is just two of your smartest, funniest friends that you feel they're you're in the same car and you're the quiet one. And then you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. And then you're on that roll. Like you guys brought up in the first five minutes, the, the, one of the worst movies I've seen that really just made me want to stay in pandemic was the little things with Denzel Washington and Jared Leto. So bad. So bad. I want it to be so good. It, it's like, how do you get three amazing actors? I mean, even Jared Leto and then just be like, just, just where I start questioning what I'm doing with my life. And like, it just, it's two hours I mean, there, you're right. There was like an hour where I think I lost uh, lost full breath control. I was just like, think I passed out. And then, do you know how easy it is to do a bad guy role like Jared Leto? Do you know how easy it is to just look weird and say weird things? Okay, but do you think they like bleached his eyebrows or something? His eyebrows were off and I was like, I think they bleached the top of them. And I was like, I think I'm too. I'm like, the movie is so bad that I'm now looking at characteristics and features on, on the actors to be like, okay, let's see what they did. What was their character development here? Because yes. clearly the script isn't there, but let's talk about the looks Oh, here. that's Jared. Jared. Jared in his little acting notebook wrote, he goes, mm -hmm. okay, creepy character. What could we do here? You know what? Creepy eyebrows. We gotta go creepy eyebrows. That's gonna do the heavy lifting for me. Like it was so like, hey guys, I know who the serial killer is. The guy who looks like the serial killer. And they tried to do this cute little thing at the end, which was like so it just doesn't you can make it 20 minutes that movie, and it was two hours. And I love Denzel. Like I 
um, I always, I feel like he always picks good roles. And this one just was like, I'm like, what was the original script? Because they clearly all signed on. And I'm like, did Denzel sign on first? Because if I was an actor and Denzel was signed on, I'd be like, I will do it, whatever. I don't care what it is. Yes, sign me up, right? Or was it like, did they get them all the same? Like, I have so many questions about the industry. Well, how does Ra- Rami Malek get in there? And Rami Malek, I, I just... You know, he's just, he's an amazing actor, but he's just, you know, you cannot get away from the Rami Malik look. So you had Rami Malik and like uh, Jared Leto just trying to out weird each other. And then you just had shots of like Rami Malik just going like, I'm going to say my lines and just do a look. And that's all I need to do. And right. Denzel Washington, you've got the sense that you're like, Denzel, sit on this bed and just do your Denzel thing. And so 100%. he would just stare and look at the wall, which is a camera, and just do his Denzel thing. I know. And I've got to say, I listen, I really like Rami Malek. I think his look is so interesting. And I think he's super talented. Like Mr. Robot, I was like, am I like crushing on Rami Malek right now? He's so A lot of creepy, girls and guys like, think he's it. hot. A lot of girls. But he like did John not Pringle. deserve that. He said, no, no, <laughs> no. John Pringle is not hot. Okay. Whoever says that, no, I feel, God, Charleston needs more men, honestly. <laughs> but okay. Rami Malik did not deserve to win that Academy Award. And Taryn Edgerton did not even get a nomination for Rocket Man. Okay. I will, t- this is the hill I will die on. I am. I love Taron. And do you know how too. proud Elton Elton John was so proud of Rocket Man? He made sure he was at all the award shows. He was at the Globes. He was at which sadly he enough, campaigned so yes, hard. Elton so John was hard. so proud of his life story, and it did not get anywhere near. And Bohemian Rhapsody is fine. His performance is amazing, but it's like the life. He didn't even sing in it though. But it's Taron like Edgerton performed every song. That was my top at the end of the year when the Spotify top list came out. It was Taryn Edgerton and the Rocket Man soundtrack. Okay, for me, that's how. <laughs> okay, well, it's like the Bohemian Rhapsody was like the lifetime movie version of Queen, just really well shot. Because every scene, you guys, at the end, it was ridiculous. The guy is dying of AIDS, and he like goes to his parents' house. The love of his life comes back into his life, and he's like, "I'm gonna go rock Live Aid right now." Like. <laughs> sums it up and then supposedly he dies from AIDS but it, we he left on the highest note ever which is just not how that story went right um anyways this is I know you guys like aren't you going to talk about Bravo we will but uh I needed to start there because also you guys bummed me out and you said <laughs> Denzel Washington 68 years old and I literally I got so upset that I went straight to the internet and I looked it up and he's 66 but that's oh, still damn way, it but it's still way older than I want him to be like that's not I don't want to watch him or Tom Hanks get older you know I I agree it's like okay Sorry, we're still going on with this, but it's like when no, I no, think no. about when I think about like the Super Bowl halftime show, right? I'm gonna I'm pivoting for a second. You're a but sports person, right? You're a sporty love, person. Okay. Love, 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 love. Work in sports. Love it. Big Tom Brady, Patriots girl. I know people like do not like oh, Tom wow. Brady, but Tom, Tom Brady, the wild man that eats a <laughs> almond butter sandwich for dinner every night. Nice. Okay, listen, I bought that TB12 book. I didn't even know what the hell it was, but as a Tom Brady's coming out with a book, I pre-ordered that. I have never once opened it. It sits on my coffee table. Okay. On top of that. Is Julian Edelman's autobiography, which is at the sixth grade reading comprehension, which I think is when he stopped reading, but it's okay because he's super hot. So it's fine. And then the Bible, the Bible's on top of that. Right, right. And then there's like a lovely candle on top to really just like bring the aroma in. But it's like, my mom said to me, she's like, this is, she's like, I'm finally old. Like, this is the first year of a halftime show. I have no idea who that halftime performer is. Like, she's just like, it's always somebody I usually know. Like, there was a, a 10 year gap when it was like Paul McCartney, the who Aerosmith, yes. Prince Prince was amazing like so, right Beyonce Madonna 
it's like all these like well-known and then like she's like i've never heard of the week i'm like yes you have you have heard about you've heard these songs so i send her send her like you know can't feel my face i send her blinding light she's like literally never heard of this and i'm like okay and then she she calls me after and she goes did you know those songs are about cocaine, cocaine and sex? And like, yeah, she goes, oh, national television, Courtney. And I'm like, what do you think a lot of the songs that you used to listen to were about? And she's like, well, <laughs> but it just was like, she's at the point, right? Bringing it all back. But when you're like, Denzel is that old. It's like that. I feel like that's how my mom felt like the opposite effect of watching this halftime show is like, who are these kids? Yes. Like, where are the, where are the people I'm used to, you know? But even for us, as we get older, I feel like some of my life now is like the sixth sense when they realize like, oh, uh, you know, like I've been dead the entire time where I'm like, <laughs> oh shit, I'm getting older. And that's why people are aging. Like, it's not like I'm not, like, I, in my head feel like I'm staying the same age because I'm still right. talking about these shows and not grown up things, you know? I'm like, I could pass for college, right? And like my younger sister who graduated from college like three years ago, she's like, absolutely not. I'm like, really? Oh, shit. And I'm like, why am I so involved in the driver's license, Disney, teen drama? I Why am I involved in that? They are literally half my age. Olivia Rodrigo, I was like, uh, yeah, I talked about that on the show about the the love triangle between these Nickelodeon, these these Disney kids. And then I was even like, well, then I got upset about Olivia Rodrigo because I was listening to it and I'm like, well, I've already got my driver's license, so this does not mean what it, you know, like, I can see that it means. But you can still drive past their house. I know, but then this other girl's there that is blonde. I and know. like. I know. I mean, and then she released her single to like her diss track and then lies, lies, lies came out. And I'm like, and listen, I don't even own a TikTok because I don't understand TikTok. I am, I am a degenerate old person over here. I don't get it. My friends send me like 35 TikToks a day. The amount of di- driver's license TikToks oh, yeah. that I've gotten. I'm like, okay, this is like a thing. What is like, like but it's like Olivia, wild. this did not end well for Tupac and Biggie. Do not go this, <laughs> don't do not go this route. You know, you know like, this like is- what's going to happen on season two of high school musical the musical the series did i also watch watch that oh definitely did okay so that i was under the influence see 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 the i have not done bridgerton i have not done high school musical and i have not done uh the flight attendant those are three things that i'm very proud of and i know that one bridgerton i finished the flight attendant but i was disappointed well, see, that's, but those are like, there are certain things I get stubborn with because I watch so many things that my yeah. primarily female audience and gay audience watch that I'm like, okay, like there, but there are certain things I get stubborn where I'm like, no, I'm <laughs> going to stay like this. And then I'll this watch is where like, I put my foot down. This is where I draw. <laughs> but, but you guys were actually talking about search party this week. I love search party. Uh, is season four. Did you finish it? I did. It's really like, okay. it got really season four, episode seven, not the best episode of television you've ever seen. That roundabout scene, I, I've rewatched that episode. I thought season four was just okay. The back half was way better. I've rewatched that episode three different times. They seem to be having a trouble getting off the exit. Yeah, like it was so. <laughs> it was like crying, laughing. I thought it was so funny, and I'm like, people are, like, but I don't want to like wait for them. Like, the payoff was worth it, and the episode nine, this like proposal thing, like it was all worth it. it. The uh, the last episode was so, but it just got it just got picked up for a fifth season today. Now, yep. so I'm so. I'm so excited about that, actually. Um, 200 episodes, so Courtney, that's what I'm the most excited about. <laughs> what, is it, what does it feel like to do 200 of anything? I, I really do, like that 
did you think when you started this that any of this would be that people would be looking to you for opinions or anything? No, not one bit. It's like you gotta like it's so funny. So that was like we were also thinking, I'm like, well, we do have like Patreon episodes. So technically we're like above 200, but like realistically, we're probably like we're at like a hundred because who knows what we're doing at the time. And people are like, What's the story to your success? And like literally could not tell you. Could not yeah, tell yeah, yeah. you, don't know what happened, don't know how we got here, don't know why people like our social media. I mean, thank God everyone does and they and people are great. And you know, listen, I give it to Summer Mary because most people actually hate me and they love her. And you know, I think there needs to be that balance. You gotta yeah, have I mean, somebody you can't stand, and you got somebody you have somebody well, you love. I remember like she has I'm bad that, taste. <laughs> I feel like I, she does. I feel like I'm that balance though. Like I hate myself and I love myself. There's two people fighting within me. So I'm even like, that's so tacky. But then I'm like, no, it's hysterical. Um, so I mean that that really actually is cool. And like what I love though is that you're not, I mean, in podcasting, you guys, it's not as glamorous as they make it out to be. <laughs> <laughs> The amount of times I've accidentally <laughs> deleted the podcast and been like, I'm so sorry, Mary, oh. we have to record tomorrow. And she's Today, like, what? Wait, 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 wait. Oh my no. God. I just wanted to make sure I was recording. Oh I, no, I, I saw that pop up in the okay. screen. <laughs> yesterday's guest, I didn't record and I didn't get the first 10 minutes of it. And then oh, I, tried so to, I tried to slyly hit record and hope, and I tried to distract the guest over here to see, so they don't see it pop up. Um, it's just the worst. Uh, so stressful and then you have to then you're like okay well let's re-record and then you're like okay i got to see if like meet my jokes land again they weren't even good <laughs> the first time around and then you're like did we re- did we say that here or did we say it then like i don't oh. remember it is so i mean it's just an inside scoop of what's happens behind the scenes yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like you know you like, it's so everybody will eventually have their own podcast and right. we'll realize how stressful this is totally. um you're, you guys are actually doing something really cool that I'm involved in, and I know you might consider it a joke. Well, no, I think you really like it. You guys are doing these Peloton rides. Uh, the, the jury speaks, I believe, is the hashtag on yes. the Peloton. If you are on a Peloton, I believe, are you going to do one tomorrow on Wednesday? I'm I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to see if Mary wants to maybe host one. I can't do it on. Oh, is it tomorrow? Oh, my God. Yeah. I think today's Tuesday. Tuesday. I don't yeah. know. I'm assuming probably this week since I hosted one on um monday oh no what just happened to my sound can you not hear me no i can but it just switched over i think i'm just worried oh. that my sound's gonna come off horribly for you so no, I, I i hear it it's, it sounds pretty good okay just making sure let's see um okay, okay. nope sorry sorry okay. okay i'm i'm back now i'm sorry okay. see the world of podcasting nobody nobody wants me to have a successful conversation um Oh, but wait, wait, I actually, if you guys down the line ever want to do it, I'll, I'll host one on your uh, jury speech. I love that. Well, you guys, so what they do, they had like a hundred writers last Wednesday. And the first, I don't know, one of the ones I did was the first one I did. And then by some flipping miracle, I took in the third, I got third place and it was so kicked ass, but I didn't, you got to understand I didn't know I had that kind of power. I know I have big legs, but like then I got third. So then the second time I did it, I went in with this pressure of having to do decently and it almost killed me to get fifth place. I had to lay down on the floor next to the bike and there was just what would have looked just like a pool of water, like in a swimming pool. And I just laid there for 20 minutes thinking, is this worth it? Is this, but it was fun. It was fun. I mean, it's honestly like Peloton is very stressful. So, okay. Also, I have to make a statement too because Hannah Burner tweeted the other day being like, if you oh, do your Peloton thing, did you I see s- that? 
I saw that. Screw you, Hannah from Summer I'm House. Like, it's oh, so I'm mean. sorry. You play tennis. How do we know? Because you tell us every season. Stop so talking about like, how thirsty you are for Luke. And yet he's, you know, stop. So offended because I was like, okay, well, we have like rides. And I think what's really nice about Peloton or like any sort of like workout crew that you're in is like the community is like a really fun thing, right? So it's like, it's fun to ride with other people. It motivates me to like get on the bike, you know? Like it's just like, I'm like, I don't really want to work yes. out. No, we have a ride tonight. Like I may, I feel better about myself. Do you have an Apple Watch? I do, yeah. Okay. So how annoyed do you get? Hey guys, I do. <laughs> Me yeah, too. no, or, <laughs> or when you don't get the the stand, the stand yes. goal, like you're like, oh, you missed the time for like the stand, and I was like, yes. yeah, yeah, like so it, pissed. I'm can like, I tell you I something embarrassing? A minute every hour. <laughs> I used to wear an Apple Watch and a Fitbit, and it just looked like I had was what just like a row. I of, love that because the Fitbit. <laughs> I used to be obsessed with getting ten thousand steps a day. Obviously, I same really let that go out the window, but. um I thankfully lost my Fitbit somewhere along in the, the, uh, this last year. I do not, it's somewhere in my room. And thankfully it just, it broke me of that habit real quick. Cause I didn't want to buy one, but it gets obsessive, but in a good way, because I was really looking forward to those rides because all of a sudden, like I had never ridden with a group and people were like high-fiving me and I still don't know how to high-five back, but I'm just like hitting things. Yeah. Like, as much as I can, but I felt like really good. And somebody tagged me in a post with you guys. And I was like, Oh my God, somebody knows I'm here. And then, uh, I was, then I got scared. There was a camera on me, like watching me. <laughs> like I was like, how does this work exactly? No, it's just like, so nice. Like I, one, I love that you join. Like I, like if you host a ride that's outside, you have your own hashtag. No, too, no, no. I, I don't want to be, that. I don't No, 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 no. I, I, no, I, I I'm just saying if you guys saying. can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I'm, Oh no, I'd be happy for you to host a ride. Like it's like, I, you know, I split my time between LA and Orange County. So I stay with like my mom down in Orange County. Then obviously I live in LA. So I like switch up. So when I come down here, I'm like, I like tell her, I'm like, I can only stay a couple of days because I got to get back on the bike, you know? <laughs> Cody, Cody, like, needs, Cody Rigsby needs me. Literally, I'm like, the app just on the phone isn't the same. I need to get like on that bike. And then, you know, like now I'm like diagnosed. I'm like, oh, I have a sore wrist. And I'm like, oh, I better check the Peloton boards. What are kids saying about the wrist? Like, I, it's so like, I can see how culty it becomes because it's just so easy in that community. Well, that's the other thing. Well, and just a little secret, you guys, where I'm able to really take the lead is when we do the stand up thing, because I have really big legs and they're muscular. So when we do the standing, I click it all the way to the highest that you can go yeah. and just go because that's the only plus of having big thighs. Like other than that, it's so just- So is that the secret? Turn the resistance up as high if, if as you high, have strong legs? If you have strong, yeah. So I can go to the maximum and just like- pound it out and that's usually where i can get ahead in the jury speaks group i, I mean i had to... yes i mean i'm jealous because i'm like okay if you can just get to the halfway mark like where you're halfway you're not at the top you're not at the bottom you're just kind of coasting by you know because it's like sometimes it's like also have you ever done like a ride hungover well that's kind of why i didn't do your sunday ride um <laughs> Um, I, I gotta be honest with you. It was one of those You're things. Like so funny. Like, You're so funny. You're like texting. I'm so sorry. I slept uh, through my well, alarm. Because I really looked forward to it. And then I was like, as you, here's how it works. As you get older guys, your body doesn't respond as well as it once did to alcohol. And then it's just one of those that, you know, uh, purposely but, stated, purposely like did not do anything or drink anything Saturday night. Cause I knew if I had to get on that bike hungover, I think I would, would have cried. Yeah. It was, it was like one of those things that I was actually really bummed about it. It was one of those things that I was like, 
well, this is why you don't drink. This is why you can't drink is you, you screw up real life things like Peloton rides. And, um, but you know what? It's fun. Cause the, ne- the best thing is, is like, you can either jump on later or you can do, do the next one. I mean, you know, it's okay. Courtney, do you know that we're speaking on a very important day? Oh, Craig Conover's birthday. That is right. It is Craig <laughs> Conover's birthday. Sad that you would know that, but it is Craig Conover's birthday. Uh, why is every Bravo lover, Instagram girl guy that I ever run into, they are, I love him too, but they are so obsessed I've with turned. Craig. I've turned. Yeah. I mean, speak a little bit on your feelings with Craig. Cause we are now, we hit two parts of the reunion. He was super, like you could tell the, whatever he was drinking and doing, it had all caught up to him on the second part. Just feel it's like, look, I love Craig. I think he's a great male Martha Stewart. He's lazy as hell. Look, his company runs because Anna Hayward and Jerry. Okay. We all know that, right? Craig is the face. I, I think I cannot imagine he's sewing any more pillows. I don't even know if he sewed the, the yeah. first ones or if he yeah, sewed like, the I prototype and that's it. Just go and touch, like he should at least prove that he touched all the pillows. Right, know? right. And so I, and I think, you know, in general, he's good, but there's this level of misogyny that comes in and he has such like this vitriol for people. It's really strange. Like he clearly hates Madison, but, but it's like, <laughs> he doesn't, I also think he has a tough time with words. Like he doesn't explain why he's so mad at Madison. He keeps using Austin, but it's like, clearly he's mad at Madison because she exposed Natalie. Right. Like, yeah, that's gotta be why it is. But it's like for him to call her trash or to like, like, or to just the things he said, it's like, you're literally like slut shaming her. Now I don't think Madison did a great job slut shaming Natalie either. I just think that it's like, Craig, Take a step back because actually you're usually this weird voice of reason during the season, but then you get wasted and all of a sudden you're just like, you're trash. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, and it's like, but it's also like that kid in the sandbox. He goes, and I will never speak to you again after this ever. You have thrown away 12 years of friendship. And then he like leans like, which is always a, uh, you always got to pay attention to body position. He leans Mm -hmm. back instead of leans forward, which is a real cocky dude thing. He leans back. His hair is all awry. And if he had a different face, like if he had Pringle's face, it would not fly. But (laughs) he has Craig's face. So everybody's like, oh, Craig, he's charming when he's a misogynistic drunk asshole. You know, some people hate Madison so much that they're like, you know, you know, when everybody like hates a certain housewife and it's like a collective like, oh, God, we hate. So any any anger that goes towards them, we're like, yeah, Craig's in the right. And then you're like, actually, I'm going to take like a step back and like look at the situation in an unbiased way and be like, Craig, actually, it's kind of not cool because. Madison's situation really doesn't involve you with Austin. Now, if you want to talk about Natalie, that's different. But like everything you're saying to her, people are just on your side because they love you and they hate her. My friend was watching Austin though. This is why I think it's so interesting. My friend watched Austin tear up, you know, and he was like, I can't, I can't believe you're, you're a monster. monster. And I don't even know if you, and then Craig's like, yeah, I don't even know if you have a soul because you're an inhuman monster. Like they were just like going back and forth. But my friend even was like, I didn't like Austin, but then he cried and I, I really love him now. And I'm like, that's where all of us men get you guys. Like, you yes! guys gotta know. Is that like, you got to remember, I'm not a fan of Madison, but you got to remember Austin probably cheated on her a hundred times conservatively. There's a filmed threesome. Yes, Madison. <laughs> my, no, that's a fake boner in my undies. No. What do you do? 7.30 in the a- Why would you interrupt me in my sleep time? It was so ridiculous. And now we're supposed to feel bad because a celebrity's involved. If this was just a regular Joe Schmo, it would have been so much easier on him. But now celebrities are involved. And that's why it's it much. saddens him. 
Yeah. And it's like, also, it's like, remember, like, I mean, episode one, they're like, oh, Shep, you made out with a girl. Well, that's okay. Cause you've learned your lesson. And you know, Shep, you're such a good guy. It's like, he cheated on his girlfriend and um, he's not a good guy. See, this is where I disagreed with Summer Mary. Cause she was like taking almost the stance of like, of, of Craig and all of oh, that yeah, she's stuff. Like, when, when did it happen? I'm like, Mary. And like, were said- they really together? I'm like, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see any documentation of that. Yeah. But Leva did say that. I talked about this already, but Leva said like, oh, you guys really romanticize cheating. And it's what they do. It's like these, I mean, all men, but like Southern men in particular of like, you know. Good like old boys. Four score and seven years. <laughs> I learned not to cheat on my lady, you know. Or and I learned to cheat and not tell anyone, you know, <laughs> like it's just I, too much. But at the same time, what I will say, I'm, I'm not, cause it's still amazing TV. It was two of the best, you know, hour reunions. And I will hand it to Craig and to Madison. I think Madison's saving the, the show as a whole. Craig oh. is like, I, I want to pitch him to like every 20 minutes of any reunion on Bravo, Craig needs to be there, regardless if he's on the show or not. Like Craig that. just needs to come out and be like, no, sorry, Lala, you're a fucking asshole. Like you are, you're an asshole and we all know it, you know? Wouldn't that be great? He really does have some good takes. Like he did tell Madison, stop leading Austin on. It's too much. It's really strange. Like he has good takes, but then when he's just like, he just gets like so angry. It's like he did the same thing with like Naomi. He always shows up in the reunion. Do you also find it really bold now that like, I feel like every season, a housewife or Southern charm or like summer house, whatever it is, they get bolder and bolder with what they'll do on camera. So they'll get more drunk. They'll, they'll (laughs) allegedly do like drugs in the background and then they'll show up like coked out of their mind. And we allegedly saw Coke on a coffee table in this season of Southern charm. Allegedly. I have this right. Right. Allegedly, allegedly. Exactly. And it's like, that is so bold. Like I would be so frightened to get wasted on national television. And then it's like, but then they've made these careers out of it. And it's like, if that was me, like if I was Craig, I would be like so embarrassed by my behavior of how drunk I got on a reunion. And they just like move. They're like, ah, no, it's like good for ratings. No, it was like the, 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 the messed up that sailed a thousand memes. Like I I was like, oh my God, I got to get a good shot of him making a funny face so I can say how drunk he is. And it was really easy to do because he made so many crazy faces in the second part. But I love the, you know, and Shep kind of is on the outside of this because he has his lady now who, you know, it's like that this was everything to him, but the Craig Austin relationship, it is starting to remind me, I don't know if you guys are uh, into literature. It's like a mice and men uh, relationship where Who's Lenny? <laughs> Austin, like, but Craig gets too wasted. So he can't properly be the other one. So he's like, Austin, go look at the bunnies. I'm going to handle Madison. You know, he's like, pretty he's funny. Petting the rabbits. <laughs> he's like, he goes like bunnies, pretty bunnies, you know? Oh my God. So is Craig going to shoot him at something <laughs> to put him out of his misery? No, because oh, no. Craig's going to try to shoot him. He's going to be too wasted. He's going to hit up hitting somebody else accidentally, you know? Oh God. No, but you see what I'm saying? Comparison. It's a guy's protecting other guys. And, you know, we could have, I don't know. So I, I found it fascinating, but I, I wonder if the Secrets Revealed episode was already planned or if they were like, we're getting the best ratings of this show's lifetime. Let's put a, a Secrets Revealed together immediately, you know? Well, I'm so curious because, okay, Craig is DM, like we've been pretty ridiculously supportive of Craig, probably to like a really creepy point, but you know, I got a free pillow out of that. So did you really, I do. I own, I own a Craig Conover pillow. Is it the body pillow that we're, Ugh, that comes I mean, or? if only, but no, I got, it's one of his crab ones. It was like in the background, it's like a blue crab. And then it has like a coral detailing. Um, it's super cute. I actually love it. Like it's a great pillow. And I was going somewhere with this and now I've lost my train of thought. 
Oh, secrets revealed. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, secrets revealed. Back, I'm back on track. Okay. So he had DM'd <laughs> us and he said before Corona hit that this was like their best season, that they had filmed so many good things. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't remember seeing any of that throughout the season. So maybe that's what the secrets revealed is, is all this the stuff. The second happened, episode, like, I think, was Corona already. So there's no. Yeah. So I'm like, did they just record a lot of stuff in the beginning? And maybe it didn't follow a storyline once Corona happened and, and, you know, everything with like BLM and all that stuff. So I'm so curious if they're going to, be bringing things from what they filmed before and those will be like secrets revealed remember how beverly hills kind of was rumored to do the same thing that they had shot all of this stuff and mm-hmm. then they only started you like they had to shoot more because they kind of threw away the first part of the season i think yes. or maybe I'm yeah no yeah because they kept doing like a flashback like three months earlier I'm like, yeah they do not film for six months like what no it's like eight weeks if, if anything but also those three months earlier they always end up like showing three or four lines and i always wonder if the camera crew goes like we just need four lines here and we're just going to be a minute we'll just get right out of your hair yeah, you know and cut um <laughs> But I'm so excited. I, I always, those secret reveals, my dream is always to like turn it on and it's like literally the most intense secrets of like, you know, A-Rod and Madison hooking up and like, yes. like the best secrets of like Craig, like I shot a man once, you know, <laughs> just real secrets revealed. Um, but I, mean, uh, I would, that would be a very good show if Bravo took, they need to get them drunk though to tell the secrets, right? So if it's like almost like a hot ones, but with shots. <laughs> and it's bravo cast look at and us like, and look you're at interviewing us. them this is yeah. your show now I'm, yes I'm thank you, you good show. you're the interviewer yeah. and you're asking them questions and it's literally just more and more as the shots go on it's like hot ones right it'll take it like that last question will be like <laughs> and what's the deepest darkest worst thing you've ever done and craig's like well one time i shot a guy and you're <laughs> like oops. what yeah <laughs> like, his name was austin lunny and it's okay you know it'll come back full circle <laughs> how much do you want to bet andy actually played Placed a call to Craig to wish him happy birthday. Andy is so in love with Craig. Yeah, it is so I th- obvious. It's, does he follow? So Andy only follows certain Bravo celebrities on Instagram. I'm curious if Craig is actually one of them because he was getting very annoyed with Craig, though. I felt, but I, in cute. a cute, in a cute way. Like I feel like one of those. If Andy unfollowed him, he would have texted Craig and goes, "Hey, the heat's too much. Just know I love you, bro. You know, like I, I gotta totally. I'm checking right now if he follows him. Like Andy, even in the reunion, said I had COVID and I was watching you guys in your Insta lives and I loved them. Andy, I've never seen Andy so animated. He does follow Craig, by the way. By the way. Um, it's it's fun to watch Andy actually have a good time because you can tell the housewives wear on his soul lately mm-hmm. where Southern Charm, he's just like, let's just have a good time, you know? Totally. I mean, it's gotten, it's really interesting because as, you know, we go to these shows for humor and to like check out, but because these shows are also taping in like really tough times and, you know, everything that's happening, it's like, we're actually still faced with it that I think it can sometimes be a little exhausting that Andy's just like, I don't, I don't have time for you idiot women who don't understand the things that are happening in this nation that I'm like, let's just talk to these idiots. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, this year of Beverly Hills and Vanderpump alone turned my beard white. Like I'm like, this is not, not even my life. Like I'm like getting upset about things that don't even have anything to do with me. Uh, who's the hottest guy on Summer House? Go. Oh God. Okay, you guys, it's just so gross to say it's Carl. Uh, no, wait, wait. That's everybody. Everybody says Carl. Everybody. Carl is so- the freaking worst. Okay. They're- well, why, is the worst? why is he the worst? He is, you guys, he is a lesser Jax who's always like, hey, it's Carl, it's me, Carl 2.0. I'm a work in progress, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I <laughs> oh my God, my pants are too tight. Oh, you can see all three Oh my God, balls. I have three balls. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, he loves to wear a pair of like um, like Italian he- loafers or Toms with his tight, tight shorts. And it's like, that is not a look. It's not a look. Stop it. 
He can pull. See, that's what's frustrating. He has those tall, long, lanky legs. And for a thick thigh guy like myself, it's very frustrating to watch. <laughs> and he can pull. He can actually, and I'll give him a compliment. He can pull off white pants. And that's something I would never consider ever doing. But he's just there. I'll wear tight white pants. I also want to remind people, and there is nothing wrong with this, but we always like, he, nobody always asks him, like, remember when they got him to admit like that, like he's let guy, like that guy blow him before? This is what turned me off to Steven because I think it was like Carl also seems like somebody who's gone through a lot of confused states and is like, oh, I didn't know I was doing that. Oh, God, like, ah, you know, and then I felt like Steven really exposed. Steven got like real dirty in that season. Yes, that was. And that's why I don't think Steven's around any longer. Exactly. And so I just felt like when he said that, I was like, oh, like. I just don't feel that's your secret to tell. And uh, now I feel sad for Carl. And like, if he wants, if he's bisexual, that's amazing. Come out, do yes. live your best life. But, but see, like, but it made me like, and, but then it puts that thought in your mind. That's why I was surprised that it ever aired because when he said like, uh, you know, he's been sober mostly somewhere else says, which is like, I, I was like, mostly like, but he I, also but, thought he was hung over when he had COVID. So I'm like, mm. <laughs> But he goes, okay. <laughs> he said, you know, and, he, and I thought this was very brave, but he said, I was drinking to the point of blackout all the time to deal with my parents' divorce, to deal with, um, you know, issues in my life and my relationships. And then, like, it, I was like, oh my God, what is going on in his mind? Like, what else is happening? And How dark it, is it in there? But that's what I was saying, like to get to the point of blackout. And we saw that a little bit. Like, that's what I loved about Summer House last season was that you had those, you know, weekends where they would get trashed. And then there was one time where Carl did not show up to Loverboy work on a Monday. And then they had to go back to the house that weekend. And it was kind of talk, touched about a little bit, but it was like, no, we're here to have fun. And I was like, there's a darkness happening during the week that is barely focused on. I, that's a, and Mary's always said that too. She's like summer house. Like we need to be with them during the week. We understand like the weekend house, but we need to be with them during the week. I think that's why we're so excited for this season. Cause it's like quarantine house. See, I, okay. What did you think of the first episode? I thought it was great. I loved it. I was so, I, I mean, it, it's, it's a breath like of fresh air. It's like, and I don't like when you, well, I used to go to school and you would like come back from summer break and you get to see what all your friends like got their new clothes and like their new haircuts and like what they did over yes. the summer and nothing really happened, but you're just so excited because you love your friends. That's how I felt this first episode went for the most part. Totally. And I thought it's like, first off, that house is sick. I'm like, uh, I, I was literally, we, I have like a group text with friends being like, I think we need to find this house and we need to go to the Hamptons when like oh. all is okay to do. Oh. We need to stay Why there. can't we do that with like podcasts or influencers where we all do that for like six weeks and we pod out of there and stuff. And then we like, is it like uh, a big brother know. though? Because there needs to be live feeds in this house too. That's yeah, my no, other that's thing. I want like, live feeds in summer house. Find a way to monopolize it. But I feel like why not? I mean, at this point I I've got to really lean into what I'm doing here. Nothing else yeah. is happening. Let's go do a summer house with podcasts or influencers. I would love it. I felt a little bad for the old summer house though. Do you think the old summer house got its feelings hurt at all? I think it's doing okay. That house, I can't figure out the layouts of these houses though. Like we've been in four seasons in that past house. I still don't understand what's upstairs, downstairs. Is there a basement? Like I was so thrown off. I'm like, and where are these rooms? Why is, do Paige and Hannah still need to share a room for six weeks this year? Like I, I, this, this, the layouts of everything, I'm like, I'm confused. That's the magic of the summer house. It is a spiritual being. And when, when I realized I could deal with the new summer house is when they got there and they saw all the Amazon packages out front i was like oh this is gonna work just fine like, it like made me okay feel good. kyle and amanda you guys had to bring a u-haul like 
Danielle, who brought an ergonomic chair, what was making me laugh so hard is I'm like, okay, I've gone back and forth here, like from my house to my mom's house. And like, yes, I have a setup. Like my setup here is much nicer than at my own house. But I'm like, it's been what a year now that we've been in COVID. I'm like, I haven't done I've done jack shit to like better myself in an office environment. Like I still sit in like, I mean, I mean, I'm in a nice chair over here. Cause like my, I took over my mom's office, but like, yeah, hi, by the way, if your mom can hear, hi mom, hi Courtney's mom. She's on the bottom floor. Oh, sorry, I've told sorry, her, sorry. I've told her I'm working. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, I'm working. It starts at five and I don't know where it ends. I'm okay? working with my colleagues, mom. <laughs> yes. And like, it's a very important <laughs> zoom meeting. Okay. <laughs> But it's like, they've, they're bringing like all of this stuff in like, oh, well, we're going to be working here for six weeks. And I'm like, did they not, does the house not have anything? Like, I just find it so funny that they're like, oh, we've got to bring in all the gear. And I'm like, do you have to? No. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, well, the only thing, and I got to say, uh, congrats to Kyle though. I was really upset with the lover boy small cans and I noticed he was drinking big lover boy cans. So obviously have you had it. I've had, I did a taste test on the podcast before one of them. I really liked one of them. It was like three in the morning when I used to have a real job and I was trying to get the <laughs> podcast done. And it just, I didn't expect the taste of cayenne to hit me as much as it did. And I just, I spit it up like, but not enough. And then, then I called the 800 number on the back and it no. wasn't, wasn't a working number. And I was like, this doesn't seem, but it was like a, I think it was like you a, got like the last batch of like when they went through some sort of bottle yes. or somewhere else. And they or were like, here's the so last fancy. batch. It's a, it might taste like cayenne. It might taste delicious. We don't know. But I called it three in the morning and my picture was like, wouldn't it be funny if Carl answers like, what's up? Hello? But he's like on a Hello? bender still. <laughs> what's going on, man? He's like sales department. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. What? How many, mm-hmm. how many do you want? Yeah. yeah. He's um, like, I've had 12 lover boys in the past hour. <laughs> Things are great. How about you? I love my life. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> But like the, the thing was like I kind of dismissed Lover Boy because I'm a uh, quantity over quality person. Mm-hmm. So I was like, if I these it. small things that look better than I'll just drink a truly or a um, not yeah. at all or just water. And <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Danielle, I think a lot of people were on the fence about Danielle coming back, but I think she's good. I think she's great because it gives Lindsay exactly. somebody to bitch to. You know, she needs it. She needs somebody on her side because the other three girls. They're always like, they're younger. They, it's more together. Like it's always been like Lindsay against them. Basically Danielle serves that purpose as like somebody totally. And you know what? I don't even mind Danielle, whatever. She has great hair. No, she, she's, she's, she's sloppy she's and she like, wants to make out with anybody that walks by that Luke dirt. Okay. You guys, you guys saw it. Like, so there supposedly was a new year's Eve party that Lindsay threw and Danielle, uh, all of a sudden got a crush on Luke, you know, lumberjack Luke. And, <laughs> Uh, Hannah was not invited to this party, which by the way, why was Hannah not invited to this party? Even though the rest of the cast was there. I mean, I know she says it was because of the podcast. I listen, Lindsay is my favorite on this cast. She is. I really do like Lindsay, except that writing with like, uh, Mary. No, I loved it. I loved the timeline. I love I, her chaotic energy is what I love. So I also am biased because I met her one time too. Was she cool or was she mean or nice? Okay, she was like, she was so great. So you okay, know where cool. the you know the Belmont? Of course, yes. Uh, Bo oh, yeah. and Stassi's favorite place. It's right down the street from where I live. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We must be like very close neighbors then. Um, but so I w- I was there and I'm like looking over. I'm like, you guys, is that like Lindsay? This is like years ago. I'm like, is that Lindsay from Summer House? We're like, I think it is. And like two judgy girls are just like kind of like we were maybe like a year in or something. And so I like DM'd her and I was like, this is really random. Are you at the Belmont in LA? Cause it was during summer. 
So it was like, yeah, yeah. what's, you know, what's going on? And she's like, oh my God, yes, like come say hi. And so she was just was so nice. And, but she's exactly what you see on camera. Like, I feel like, and I feel like she's like older too, which is like, she's like my age. Like, I don't know. I just, there's something about Lindsay that I really like. And that sounds like I a love, very weird, humble no. brag. I don't want that at all. But you I just think like, I like that she's exactly who she is on camera. Well, okay. Do you have a, a spiral notebook that you've written down your timeline for kids and marriage and all that stuff? I mean, I have a spiral <laughs> notebook that has my to-do list of <laughs> for the day, not necessarily for the year, but I do. Listen, I think as women, we all think that our biological clocks are ticking. Like on there, she had freezing her eggs. Like you've got to do you, you fuckers. Okay. All you men, you have no timeline. Okay. Hugh Hefner is so like, true. That's very true. Yeah. You know, like we've got like, as women, we're like, we do have to plan it out. Like if we want to have kids, we've got to be doing it by a certain age or we need to freeze our eggs to make sure that when we're older, we can handle it. Like there is so much to do that. I think when you're like, and we start dating too, not to really fuck around at this point. Right. Like in your thirties, <laughs> you're like, okay, look, I'm going to have like maybe a month of fucking around and figuring out what I want. <laughs> This is pre-COVID for my <laughs> friends, not me, my friends. And um, and then but then you're like, okay, I do want to meet someone. Like eventually I want to have kids. And you don't, I don't want to be like a 45-year-old mom having a kid, like a 45-year-old different, yeah. you know. But if that's my path, then that's my path because a timeline, a timeline is <laughs> timeline for life. And that's why I love Lindsay, because all these women pretend that they do not have some internal timeline. I was talking to my parents last week on the podcast. And a listener had asked me to ask them if they wanted me to, you know, get married and have kids or no, get, get married. And they're like, sure, sure. You know, she, but then my, they and they both said this almost like weirdly in unison. They were like, it's a shame you haven't had a kid though. It's a, it's a shame. It's a, we think you would have been, we, they use passes. We think you would have been really good at that. We think you would have like, it's done. It's off. Yeah. It's, it's like off, done. It's, it's off, off the table. Like it's <laughs> I, like at this, we, we gave you up a two years ago. We realized that's not in your car. Like I was like, damn. And I didn't. I, I thought about that all because they just were so sweet about it in unison. And you almost heard my mom go like, Bill, don't bring it up too much, Bill. Don't do it. You know, um, anyways, so everyone has an, I, everyone is a liar. Like all women are liars if they don't have an internal timeline for things. that, And I think guys do too. Like you want to accomplish things. Is hers maybe like out there because it's written down and now it's on national TV? Yes. Sure. Sure. Of course. But like, if we don't have like I, my timeline was, I'm going to be married at 23. I'm going to have five kids by the time I'm 32. Like, I'm going to have a white picket fence. I am so far off of my timeline. I do not want five kids. Married anymore. by 23. You're off by two years. You're fine. Oh, yes. Um, mm. Wait, how did guys, I always ask like, oh, you're a girl. You're, how did, uh, how did we guys like, how did we ever have the control? Like, how did we fool you guys into like, I just honestly don't know it because every the lack of emotion, with, every men girl, have no emotion. That's not true. I, 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 I think I cried the other day at some commercial. I think, you know, like, um, I don't know. Anyway. So sorry, back to summer house, but that's what I love about these Bravo shows. You guys, they really make us delve inwards. <laughs> Um, summer house, which is at surface, just people getting drunk on the weekends. And now during the weekend, they're like, <laughs> now we're like, Oh my God, my clock, it's ticking. I think I am. Your parents were right. I, I don't know. I, I could have like, been good at that. I could have. What, what if I start the mail clock? What if I make that my thing? Like I have a mail clock that's internally ticking. And then I take Perfect. that away from women as well. And then they're like, screw you. Um, Luke, what do we think? Okay, so Mary does not like Luke anymore. Because that Luke, I agree with, but you're still into Luke. I I was never into Luke as much as Mary was into Luke. So Luke won our March Madness last year. He was up against Craig 
And he campaigned. And so, you know what? He won. That was great. So then, like, you know, Mary thinks that they've got a special relationship together now. <laughs> Just like so. <laughs> Please know, like, this is like tongue in cheek when we say we have like special yes. relationships. Yeah. Like, yes. yeah. these people are not our friends. Um, and so she was like, oh, you know, next summer for blah, blah, blah. And he says, I didn't get cast again. I didn't, I'm not going to be on the cast. So he like straight up lied to her. So now she's like, fuck that. Well, he's used to lying. He's knows oh. he's a good, he's very used to lying. Yeah. That is so true. I didn't even think about that. And so now she's like, I don't even know if we're going to put him in her bracket this year. Fuck that guy. She's like so mad about it. Cause he straight up like lied. Cause you know, she was like, Oh, you know, are you excited for this? Like it wasn't even asking for insider scoop or anything. Like we don't ask that. We don't, we don't care. Like- well, also, I don't, I, you know, like I've DM, like, I don't ever ask things cause I don't want to be a part of like some, like, you know, like, I, I don't even want to talk to them usually. Unless I'm an arm's length yeah. person. I totally, I'm the same. Like I do not, I see, this is why, right. My bias towards Lindsay, because I've met her, I don't want to meet these Bravo lebs because then I can't talk shit on them. Yeah. Like, I mean, everybody's like, Oh, like I, I know Ariana and Tom and they're really nice, but like that sucks that I know them because now like, I mean, there's nothing I can really, I actually genuinely like them, but right. I mean, but I don't know. Maybe I just like them because I know them, you know, like I, I no, they're also they're by awesome. far the best, the best people on that cast. Though. Oh my like, God. Didn't, didn't you flip out on, uh, on watch what crappens award show when, when he busted out the, the, the chunky I, sweater. I Tom? was crying, laughing at all the outfit changes he had every, so they keep, he was the, they, he, they were the bartenders for the award show yeah. and they would come in and out with outfit changes. Like he even wore that stupid, like Dorit looking mirrored cap and like his blue contacts and i just thought it's so fun when people are in on it and i thought that they, like, he was making disgusting shots like i'm like that guy must have been so hung over the next day like i just thought they were having so so much fun with it and when you can laugh at yourself i feel like that's what makes you likable to the bravo verse but shouldn't we champion people like that too that like it's almost like coach uh shaw coach sharif like mm. like people that well but no come on mm. when he went to that dance place they like I just, I really admire people because I'm not all, not, not like this sometimes is that they bring everything to it. Like Tom brought everything to it. Ariana brought everything to it, but Tom's like, he probably thought of like, what's a funny shot I can do. Like he, you know, somebody that gives their all, like there's not enough of those people and does it with a smile on their face. Why don't you like Coach Shaw? Because of the four days. Why didn't he go to the dad's funeral? Okay. You want to talk about giving your all. He didn't give his all to his wife then. I feel like there's an answer here that we don't know. Oh, like, a football game? Mm. You were you know, <laughs> you're a coach at the University of Utah. Okay. You're a Pac 12. You're not even an SEC. You're not even in the big five. Uh-uh. No. We don't, I don't he care. might be a, you know, I looked up his uh, like what he makes, and it's not like he's an assistant coach. So like there's a theory that I have that he might be a spy. Because he's constantly, and that would like, he might be working for this country to protect ourselves because I don't see why that doesn't happen either. The only thing, the only thought I had was like, Jen said, no, baby, I got this. You go do that. I got this. And then he thought, yeah, she's got, I don't know. I know it's crazy. I I don't know. I think there's something off. And why does he disappear for four days and he doesn't answer? Like that is gaslighting your wife. I'm sorry. I'm sure, you know what? We've all also lowered our standards on men by watching these shows because they're not good. All of the men are horrible. Dude, Name- Seth is a fucking dork. And you tell he you is said a dork. That he's a dork. He's a dork. It's in Canton. Canton, Ohio is where we Canton. He's 
such a fucking dork. You're so, oh, like, thanks. The sexy bowl of banana scene was so <laughs> dumb. Oh, I love how you cut those bananas. You are what you eat, Meredith. You're bananas. It's, it's like, a nerd. You're a Stop fucking acting dork. like the Marks family is not as cool as everybody wants to try to make them out to be. They no. are just not. I have a theory. Meredith grew eyebrows and got cool. Okay. Wait, okay. There is a shot Brooks put on his Instagram or somewhere where he's on the steps with his family photos and you see all the photos. There is photos of Meredith in the past and with a Ford modeling agency. And you guys, it doesn't look like Meredith. And on top of that, it doesn't, I don't, it doesn't look like what I have known to be models. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't. In like, Canton, Ohio. <laughs> yeah. In Canton, Ohio, that is a model. But like, how was, I, I need. Her face has changed so much and she looks so gorgeous and beautiful now. Yes, but she did not. Guys, go back and look at what I'm talking about. She does look so different. And Brooks is gaslighting us about his big lips. And like, I just don't get it. Wait, Sorry. what do you mean? He's pretending his lips are real. You don't know this? Oh my God. Okay. So, no. okay. So, so yeah, he said, <laughs> he said, you got like, that was a thing that we're all mean. My lips are completely real. And then Lisa Barlow, just a couple days ago, which I don't know if this was shade or not. <laughs> And I put this up because I is love like, that. She goes, I, Can I touch your lips? Can I touch <laughs> it? She goes, um, She puts a shot of uh, Brooks in high school with her. And she goes, I can prove that his lips are real. Look at us in high school. And he has flat lips. <laughs> and then, like, it's so, it's like, wait a sec, are you gaslighting to me too? So, in my stories, I did that. And then I posted his new lips, which are luscious and. Uh, wait, like, I saw, no, I saw your post. I just didn't realize this was, he was pretending his lip. Like, I thought it was just a, oh, a before and an after. I didn't realize there's a whole he has, story he's behind it. He's had nothing done to his lips, nothing done to his lips. And Lisa was standing up for him saying, yeah, see, here's a picture of us in high school. But the picture is, yes. by the way, still a great look looking guy better look like a very good looking guy in yes. high school but his lips were way thinner than they are now and i don't know how age works but i've noticed my lips aren't getting bigger as i get older <laughs> and his nose is different in the shots too and i'm like what, what like why are we i i own I it baby i'll believe it if you want but like why are we pretending these surgeries don't exist i don't i don't get this it is hilarious wait i just saw the photos and i was like oh before and after like i had no idea it's so funny to me because it's like, look, if I had money like that, hell yeah, I would be doing things. My lips would be way bigger. Like my eyebrows would probably be thicker. I'd be putting that true sculpt shit all over my body. Okay. Like I am doing everything What's I true, can with the true money. sculpt the freezing thing that freezes yeah, the fat Yeah, freeze up. my fat off. Let's That's get rid saying. of that. If I was rich, I would take off my love handles. I would take off. Yes. Like I, I don't care. I would love. I'm Kybella-ing it. I don't even think I need Kybella, but I'm going to try it because I got the money to do it now. Like I'm doing it all. Guys, my, our faces are your canvas our bodies yes. are your kind con- please reach out this would be yes. by the way this would be a great podcast we could just go and get stuff done and then talk about it you know I would love that before oh, COVID, we had done that. we had done something like that we had done like this like true sculpt thing oh really was did, like, it go, did, did was it awesome i mean so what they do is like they put it it's like 120 degrees no it's got to be way higher i don't know what it is it's really really hot and they put these things like on your body and i was like so like does it melt the fat or like do i also have to exercise with this yeah there was no change so i'm not convinced it actually works but it was super fun and you know we got to do it was free so it didn't cost me anything but then i was like you probably have to do more sessions than just one you know (laughs) because like i needed to keep this up but then like covid happened i was like i am not going anywhere anywhere i'm not going to a doctor's (laughs) office i'm not leaving in my house like no I'll I guess I'll just buy a Peloton and 
do it the old fashioned way. <laughs> no, I mean, I just, I just don't like, if you can afford stuff like that, why ever? Like, I mean, the only thing, the only person that hurts, the only person that hurts, I imagine is if God exists, he's like bummed. He's like, you did not think that I did good work. Like you obviously went elsewhere without you think I should look other than that. I think it's like fair game and I would totally do it. Yes. Like, but I feel like or you have to go the Dorit route and you just pay two ninety nine for the face app thing, you know? Oh my God. Wait, are I you, know you love your wait, face wait, wait. tune advisory. Are, <laughs> are you in a rush? Do you have to get out of here right now? No, let's Can keep going. Like 15, oh, yeah. 20? Okay, cool. I got, I got all night. <laughs> you guys, this is, feels like this is just, I'm just talking now with somebody I want to, like, you're just listening in at this point. People are probably um, like, get Courtney off of that. And I'm like, we are no, not people done. Like, <laughs> people are like, get Ryan off his own podcast. No. Um, so- Dorit, like what? I mean, I really turned a corner on Dorit and I really l- liked her this past season, but now it's like, I almost want the show to come back on again so I can like her again, because sometimes the amount of face tune I see in her photos, particularly uh, even like PK is starting to look attractive to me. And I don't know what, yeah, what is going on which there. Which I think is means we've been inside for too long because Mary always <laughs>, laughs at me. She's like, Courtney, you think anything moving is hot right now? And I'm like, That's- I'm like, I honestly, though, that didn't change. I was like, that's been me always. Like, I have been a very creepy, thirsty girl my entire life. Okay. But like, but I'm like, PK does look good. But if he's using a face app, then I feel better about that because like, what the hell? But like, how do these celebrities like during COVID, there must have been some celebrity meeting or DM thing happening or like a group text. Illuminati weekly meeting, right? And by the way, is there phases of the Illuminati where there's like reality show Illuminati, movie Illuminati? Because I don't imagine they let reality Beyonce, show Illuminati yeah, Beyonce. fix in with Beyonce at all, you yes. know? Um, but like, is there something of like, hey guys, this COVID thing looks like it's going to last a bit. Uh, I really strongly suggest you get work done so you can present it as yourself when things get back to normal. There had to have been something going around because all of a sudden it, it felt like PA got a chin and he got, and by the way, I, I got, like, did her nose. The only reason I think maybe it's Facetune and not because it's like, where the fuck was Rand on this? Rand could have got a whole new chin. Like he could have gotten something. I feel like, like he could have got a sponsorship because the before and after would have been so amazing. Do you get nervous when you stop hearing? Like, I feel like I've stopped hearing from Rand. Do you get nervous? Like, do you, or maybe I'm just not so following. So I'm him. like really bad about, so I like only, I try not to watch Bravo Lab stories Mary will do that. I kind of just keep up with the news and like what's in the feed or like what's popping up on CNN or, you know, just Jared. But um, <laughs> I so a lot of times, like, I don't know things that are going on with them because I also feel like it ruins the seasons for me. Like, remember when Vanderpump would all like all the stuff was going down It probably was like two or three seasons and everything was on Instagram. And I remember thinking like, God, I hate this season because I know not, I didn't hate it. Of course I loved it. But it's like, I already knew about it, you know? So I try really hard not to watch all of these stories because I get so nervous that it's going to like ruin the season for me. So really? I, yeah. So I don't even fall and I don't even, so I don't, and like, especially Lala, like I'm not fall, keeping up with her. I mean, she's got a book coming out, like give them Lala. I'm like, who asked? I'm not going to learn to read for that shit. Like I'm not yeah. going to chef shit either. Like, I mean, I'll listen to it on audio book. Uh, that's the only way I go now. I'm an audible girl through and through. I know. Wait, wait. I'm like this too, where like, I used to be an avid reader. And as you yes. get older, you realize you just can't read as much, but like, and I used to think audiobooks were cheating, but I've had to amend that. And <laughs> like, that's what I primarily read now is audiobooks. And like, what it do you listen works. to? 
Well, okay. So they're like, first you get attracted to voices like David Sedaris. I love his voice. Mm-hmm. And I just think he's funny as hell. Um, and as I was learning to pick up on audiobooks, I would just usually listen to like celebrity tomes, like Demi Complete, Moore, Inside <laughs> Out, like things that you can kind of, you know, listen to that one definitely yeah. you know like mm-hmm. there was Demi Moore there was I even listened to Erica Jane the pretty Matt. like I listened to things where I was you like listen to her voice for six hours I think that yeah. would get grating well if you speed it up to time and a half there's actually a pleasant quality to it <laughs> um he <laughs> wouldn't know from any but like you listen to things that you're like okay even if I don't fully pick up on have everything, you listened to green lights by Matthew McConaughey yet some of the best things I ever had was through a wet dream. Uh, I did contact after I had an intense wet dream in the Amazon forest. All right, all right, all right. Prescription! Of- <laughs> green light, green light. Green- and then, you guys, so we're talking about green light. Matthew McConaughey wrote a self-help, kind, self-help book slash autobiography, but it's all about, like, the wisdom he's learned over the years, and it, he calls it- 10 out of 10 for lights. me. It is, well, can I tell you, I got this from the library audiobook, and I have not listened to the last chapter because I had to turn it in. So I do not know how the story ends, but he, there is multiple times that he's chosen career paths off an intense wet dream. And it is, and he would be like, but he's also an actor. So the audiobook, he really is giving it all. He'd be like, green light. And sometimes it'd be like, green light. Like it yeah. was amazing. I thought it was so entertaining. His story about going to Australia made me like almost pee my pants Matthew, laughing. Matthew, can you come here, Matthew? Cause guys- mom and pop. Like it was just... He stayed with a crazy family. He ended up turning vegan. He would like his own respite was like taking baths and like eating lettuce with ketchup, eating lettuce with ketchup, listening to the unforgettable fire by you two. And like, um, you know, masturbating to Lord Byron (laughs) poems and like, you know, he's a really fascinating guy. You guys, but like what I loved was him taking uh, movies like, there's a movie he did called Rain of Fire that I forgot all about, but he, there's a whole chapter. It assumed it didn't happen because I was like, I've never even heard of that movie. It must've fallen through. (laughs) This is what I love is that it happened. And he goes, I shaved my head for it. I also started running on hot pavement to train for it because he was a dragon slayer. And this is how serious these actors take their movies. And the sad thing is, I couldn't tell you if Rain of Fire actually exists. Like, I don't know if that movie I had to look it up, but then I was like, Okay, I got to look him up with his head shaved. And I was like, oh, he looks pretty good. Like, I, it just is like so, I find celeb memoirs when they're reading it to be so fantastic that that's like all I've listened to. Well, the the most, I've t- I talked about the most disappointing audiobook I've ever listened to was Caitlyn Jenner's because oh, I, yeah. well, for many reasons, but I love Caitlyn Jenner's voice. So uh, to my dismay, I, I I turn it on and she's like, hi, I'm Caitlyn Jenner. I'm not, I've got dyslexia, so I'm not going to read my own book. And then all of a sudden- they, That is such a good impression. <laughs> yeah, baby, it's me flying helicopters and playing mini putt-putt. Woo, Courtney and Kim don't talk to me anymore. So I was expecting that that voice that I love so much, like the entire book. And then he passes it off to some like actual like 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 person that that is not Caitlin. And that really bothered me. I listened yeah. to the whole book, but it was like, no, celebrity memoirs, it should be like a rule they have to read their own. I agree. I agree. Well, one of my favorites though is have you read um or listened to The Ride of a Lifetime by Bob Iger? It's on my fuck or it is on my book. It uh, is, it is my, on it my... is the best book I've ever read, listened to, but read, right. <laughs> it is by far like, but he doesn't narrate it. So now I'm, 
but I don't also know what his voice sounds like. So he does like the epilogue and like the prologue, you know, but like yeah. the book itself is read by someone else. And so now I hear that voice and I associate it with him, which is not his voice. But let me tell you, I, it's okay. Cause that book is everything. Like it's, it's yeah. just so good. You listen to it and you're just like, I don't even like, I'm not even like a crazy Disney person, but now I'm like a Disney person, but also I really want to succeed in life. And like, this is, I'm this, now I'm going to make my timeline for life, bring it back to Lindsay Hubbard. And this is my career path. This is how I'm going to get to the next level because Bob laid it out. And the way he did it is the way to do it. Like that's There's always that thought in my head before I go to sleep of like, am I not listening to the right motivational book to give, because also the Matthew McConaughey, I was like, I really was open. I was like, this might teach me how to live my life. Like this actually might do it for me. And it turned out to just be wildly entertaining. Yes. And, but, oh, another thing, I went on Netflix immediately after, cause I was like, why don't I just start watching Matthew McConaughey movies? And there was only like two on there. And I was like, I'm not going to pay for Matthew McConaughey movies, no. but it got me so inspired to watch them. Sorry. This all got because of Luke, actually back to Luke. <laughs> I'm so I, sorry. No, 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 no. This is, this is, no, this is how I, this is why I love this. Um, Luke really started to scare me in the summer. Mary can thing of him lying to her. Like we see at the end of this episode where he was texting hubs like, Hey hubs, you know, happy to spend the summer with you. And then he texted the new girl, Sierra, the same thing. And Hannah, I guess he texted, sorry, well, hubs. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Hey, Hannah or Hey Burns. What is it? Whatever. Yeah, he burn, dog, burn dog. Burn dog. If someone's calling you a burn dog, you're not dating. Okay. But you got the sense that like he probably spends two hours before he goes to sleep just texting a group of ladies the same thing. So ask Summer, like, hey, Summer Mary, how you doing? I'm just going to bed. I I'm excited to spend the summer with you. Like, I feel like that's that guy. And but what if he texted everybody in the house? I feel like they would have shown, I feel like they would have shown that. And also if you see the preview for summer house, you see that they are showing us that potentially Hubber Lindsay hooks up with Luke. And then we get What's the angry that? shot of him um, cutting wood shirtless afterwards. Right. Um, I don't know. Like, I just don't like, also, I just don't like guys that like know they're good looking. So they try to screw up their looks by growing bad facial hair. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yes. And I, I literally did though, when they, when they showed the cast for this thing, I was like, Oh, Luke really isn't in it because I did not recognize him because he was actually like clean shaven, but the hair was like pushed back. Who's and the snuffleupagus like, guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was like, and then the facial, and I'm like, what is like, okay. I get that like COVID's a thing and you know, but you can still keep up. Like, look, do I not put makeup on every day? <laughs> no, I don't, but I still make sure like I'm like slightly presentable, you know, like, you don't want to lose it. And then Luke's just like, oh, I'm going to like look like shit, but it's okay because I'm hot. See, that's the deal. When you are that good looking as a guy, you do not do shit. Like that's what I like you. And what I love about Carl being sober is that like, he's already knows that he's using that to his advantage. He's like, I can. That wink he gave Ciara. I, he goes, I can out sober everybody in the house. And that way I can use it to actually get girls. I mean, it, it, it's a tactic like anything else, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. ulterior motives all around. But here's the thing with that Luke Hannah storyline. Like she definitely had her boyfriend already before she went into the house. So like, I feel like they could try this. Like, okay, see, what we're going to do this, is like, and let's, seven months. They said they were in a seven month relationship. If you say we are not... practically dating, she said multiple times, we are practically dating. Like we are basically dating. And then on watch what happens live said, well, I've had his penis in my mouth twice. And I'm like twice over seven months. Like, look, I'm not like a slut and I'm not a prude, but like, let me tell you on a level, like 
two blowjobs over seven months is not a relationship. Yeah, make, the, sta- okay? the, state of, the state of California only recognizes four and above. You know, like yes, so, exactly. Common uh, law marriage is four PJs in a seven month period. Okay, this is this is why I, I I champion on this podcast. I don't like government per se, but I wouldn't mind if they got involved in reality shows because I feel like they shouldn't be allowed. Like producers shouldn't be allowed to tell Hannah you have to keep saying you're in a seven month relationship with Luke. And then like what I do love though is if they told like it's like we used to play these acting exercises of like you know something and this is your thing and you will not you know you will not back down from this and for hannah it's this seven month relationship but they don't tell luke this so like she can never back down and he's like what are you talking about and she's like you know we did like she could be flat out lying and he's just like what are you doing well i just think it's like weird i'm like okay and then it's like he did he like okay so Lindsay didn't invite you to the new year's eve party but if you're basically dating Luke why did he invite you as his plus one because if he's dating you he's gonna choose you over Lindsay Hubbard who's just his friend so like the whole thing is like super shady to me that I'm like we don't need contrived storylines just get wasted yeah you will create them yourselves do you ever feel bad I feel I felt so bad when like Carl got somewhat sober I thought he was fully sober but when they announced a summer (laughs) house I was like well, I'm just worried about him, you know, not being drunk in the summer house. We need him drunk. And then he's he's yes. actually doing great already. But like how sad of me that I thought that that's what it took, you know? No, I think we all thought that. Like literally we're like, Carl Silver, great for him. What does this mean for summer house? Like yeah, that's like 100%. And I was like, well, because I could just only imagine too, like, it's like, okay, Braun went on OC. She decides to be, she, she takes her sur- sober journey. But just think about it, like, all of these like housewives, the thing is to get wasted and then to like take this journey. It's like you're setting yourself up to either be the crazy person because it's not going to work out well or you're going to like falter. Like I I cannot imagine being sober and con- and in the beginning of my journey, being around drunk people all the time. I, I couldn't do it. Like I'm not that strong. I could not do it. And it's like I, I just don't I just I don't think it's a conducive, it, you know. Bronwyn would have won a Nobel Peace Prize if she had peaced out after she said, I'm Bronwyn and I'm an alcoholic. After the first episode, she's like, peace, I'll see you in a couple of years or I'll see you next season. Would have won a Nobel Peace Prize for reality shows because it would have been the most responsible, most fascinating thing to do and the most like healthy thing for her to do. Yes. Instead, she proceeded to stay on there and pretty much by the end, like made me think I was going crazy when I started agreeing with Kelly Dodd. And like, (laughs) you know how bad that is to start agreeing with certain things Kelly Dodd says? Like Bronwyn like lines up with everything I feel in a sociopolitic, like economic, like like, uh, race, all that stuff. Like I line up exactly. But then like I started feeling like, is this a bit? Like, is she doing, like I started- Why did she hire professional photographers? Well, I mean, but why did she? We still haven't gotten, and she keeps like, she was on Watch What Happens Live and she was like, no, Kelly docks me and they're just there. And it's like, that's not necessarily true. That's not how, and especially we watched that Britney Spears documentary, Frame Your Britney Spears. Now there's somebody that paparazzi follows. There's somebody that camps outside houses, not outside Bronwyn's house with seven kids, you know? I've been in Orange County for the greater majority of this COVID. I've never seen one single paparazzi, okay? I grew up in Orange County my entire life. I never saw a paparazzi. They're not here. The Daily Mail shots of you, I knew you had got, bought yourself or maybe your mom had gifted to you. But well, you know. okay, that, yes, that was, you know, my own doing. And I set that up, but it was just to get international fame. <laughs> I was only- like, make sure you write international <laughs> podcaster, Courtney Frayne from two, <laughs> TWO, <laughs> yeah. two. 
uh, put two hundred an E <laughs> two hundred episodes two hundred yeah mm-hmm. two, make two, sure you really get that and hold on let me get my good side and um hold on let me make sure I'm wearing my most expensive <laughs> leggings because I still refuse to wear jeans like okay <laughs> <laughs> hey, you watch all of OC right I watch everything yeah so you're like a ma- you're a masochist like me like why did Elizabeth Vargas like it, it um I don't even know what to even say about Elizabeth Vargas like I'm not I want I her back I well. I wonder, I mean, it's like, it's like, <laughs> you're Kelly, so conflicted. Cause I just, there's so much I don't understand, but I don't even know if I want to understand. There's certain things best left, like, you know, covered up. Like, I still don't get most of it. Like, even the cult thing, like, horrific, horrific. Why don't we know the name of the cult? Like, whenever she's asked specifics, she's like, all they said was obey, obey, obey. Like, there's always just kind of, she speaks in very non specific terms. And I'm not, I don't know, it's just like, why don't we know more? I don't know. I don't even know what I'm saying. I think that honestly, I think COVID like really sabotaged the season, which is why I will welcome them all back for an extra season. I don't want to give Bronwyn any allies. Okay. It's not because I can't stand her. I just think like she doesn't need anybody who's giving her extra, like, you know, a yes person. Cause she's surrounded by all that. Sean does that enough for her, but because I feel like it's the same with all these shows. You know, we, we keep talking about, we hate all these shows this season. This season was so shitty. It's like, no, duh, there was an international pandemic. Like it's, we could only get what we can. And I feel very conflicted a lot too, because I'm like, God, I get so mad at Dallas. I'm like, God, like none of them are wearing masks. This is so annoying. And I think, what are they supposed to do? It's their job. And I feel like some of these, their paychecks actually like really rely on this. Like I think Brandy Redmond is and I think Bronwyn and I think Kelly Dodd for for the most part like I think most of them are relying on this Bravo paycheck to live their lifestyle. It's well, but also okay, as like I, I don't even say I don't think we're normal adults per se, but like we're somewhat normal. Whereas like I'm so tired of it's it, it's like Brandy Glanville's tweet storm about Army Hammer the other night or <laughs> Kelly Dodd. It's like the I'll say what I want to say with freedom. And then all of a sudden I'll laugh and make fun of it. And then the backlash happens. She gets punished. And then she cries about being censored, even though she was able to say exactly what she wanted to say. I get really tired of like all these seasons. Like I ended up really liking this season of OC in the weirdest Mm -hmm. way, like in a really weird way, but I will say it does get tiring and I'm not trying to cancel anybody because my God, she is free to say whatever she wants. But at the same time, like I had COVID and my whole family had COVID. Like, I mean, it's, it fucking sucked. Oh, it ruined like my, my whole Christmas, my whole, and I did the dumb thing that everybody said to do. Don't travel. I drove to my parents' house. My mom or dad gave me COVID. Eight of us had COVID and we had the worst month of like, it was the worst. Like, so for Kelly to keep making jokes about super spreader and stuff like that, and then go, why am I getting punished? It hits a little too close to home for me personally. Totally. But I nobody's mean, saying she can't do it, you know? Well, it's just like, it's like, oh, freedom of speech. It's like, sure, it doesn't mean you're without consequence. You can say whatever the hell you want, but when people go back on it, expect it. Like everything, I mean, you could say the complete right thing and there's always somebody, like somebody who's going to disagree with you, right? Like, but Kelly, in a sense, like, she says like dumb things, but I, I have to say like, but she was entertaining on the show. And I think- it's this isn't the right way to say it. So she's I'm a great I'm, wait. She's a great housewife. I will. Yes. I will. She's a great housewife. She is a horrible social media person and potentially yes. has some really troubling thoughts, which is fine. You, you're free to have those, but a great housewife. Yes, but it's like expect the backlash, like you said, because you're saying dumb shit and you're saying like not factual things. But I also think it's like 
it's almost like important that you have people like this on these shows in the sense of like, okay. And then like, see how now, and maybe you agree with Kelly Dodd. I don't know. Like, I think that there are plenty of people like Kelly Dodd's not the only person that's saying these things, you know, but so like, maybe you agree with her or maybe you don't. And it's just like, kind of this weird, like, look, it's like Ramona. I'm obsessed with Ramona. She's probably my all time favorite housewife. Her viewpoints are horrible. I don't agree with her politically. I obsessed with her as a housewife. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. I think we need well, that's those- I said. I said that today on a uh, page run. I said, Ramona, like people were asking my favorite. My, I don't have any more, like they change year to year, but mm-hmm. like at the same time, Ramona, I don't love Ramona, but I love Ramona on the yes. show. I would be so sad if she wasn't on the show, but do I expect like my values or what I believe to be expressed through Ramona? No, like no, right. but at the right. same time, I'm still very happy. Jack's got fired. I'm, I'm very happy about that. He, t- he was just, well, I, it's to a point. I don't appreciate people that are like homophobic, transphobic, you know, racist. I do not like that. So I do not approve of that. So like when, you know, when Kelly says she's black, I'm like, Kelly, you're not black. And that is absolutely ridiculous of a statement. But like when they're doing things that are like super hurtful to other people who like are not in their line of fire and the sense of like, if Jax goes after Tom Sandoval, okay. But like if Jax is going after Tom Sandoval because Tom Sandoval is like, hey, your priest, uh, your pastor is homophobic. And like, it's not okay because X, Y, and Z. Like that's like, that's then I'm okay with getting rid of Jax. Yeah. Yeah. Like, exactly. Does that make sense? Like It does make sense. But it's, at the same time, like, I think, I mean, do you see Vanderpump rules con- continuing? Do you see it? No. no. I so I think it's some other form. First off, I don't even think Lisa cares anymore because she's got her new show on E. Overserved, y'all. I'm Which I think should have been Dorinda. Parties. It should have been Dorinda at the Berserkshires and people come to the Berserkshires and they get a full dinner party experience. Oh, it bumps me out. It's Lisa. That, I mean, that is the experience. Like if I could, you actually posted it on your Instagram or you guys posted it on your Instagram is, you know, to have one night in the, the, that's what, but the it, fish it, room, Ugh, the lucky kill. guy at the red line in that Leah hooked up with, like to imagine, like a mad, like I almost went and like applied at the red line in just to, like <laughs> on the off chance next season, somebody gets drunk and invites me back to the Berkshires. Wouldn't it be amazing if all of a sudden I show up on a Roni where I'm like, Hey everybody, like, you know, like. <laughs> Yeah, pour me a drink. Yeah, let's do yeah. this. Let's you know? put a vibrator in the chicken. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> hey, wake up, everybody. Wake up. You know? <laughs> but yes, like that's like for me. So I personally think like Lisa doesn't really care if it comes back or not. She's got her new show. And if it's a success, she's definitely not going to care. She's got Vanderpump Dogs that's coming to Peacock. Like she's fine. So like, I don't think she's really worried about the rest of their well-being. If it comes back, some version of Tom Tom, Tom and Tom are like, you know, the new the new like um Guillermo and Natalie or something like that. Lisa still is at the top. And then we've still got a few players here and there, but it's like, they're all also moving on with their lives. Yeah. And, and my thing is like, I'm happy, I guess, for everybody to have kids. I just don't personally need to watch that journey. Uh, not, I mean, I guess I'm growing too. I don't need to watch everybody get wasted every night either. Even though I do, I need still to really watch fun. That. And I do want to watch that every night. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I need to see them embarrass themselves and let me live vicariously. So I don't have to do it and experience it, but I can watch that, which is why we watch summer house. Yeah. But like, yeah, there's no part of me that's like, Lala learns to put, do a 401k like in this yeah. episode. And, you know, and that's the magic of these shows that like, you cannot replicate something of like, 
eight people trying to make it in Hollywood and that work at a bar and all like treat each other like shit. Once you give those people success, it goes into a whole different like totally. realm. So do you have any kind of like, as we start wrapping up, cause I've taken so much of your time. I'm have- enjoying, this is the best. So okay, cool. don't okay. feel bad. <laughs> just, just give me a high sign when I need to, uh, no. but like, do you, do you ever think about like, what is the future of reality shows? Where does Bravo go from here? And especially as Netflix starts getting really, I kind of like I'm digging certain Netflix thing. I yeah, bling there empire parts of bling empire that I, bling empire are really kind of dug. Like, you know, what's her, Anna, the, the uh-huh. Anna Shea. Yep. Anna Shea. She was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, is Kevin the one that's like, kind of like Jack's he's like, like I'm he's, poor, but he's also worth $10 million. million. Dollars, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, Okay, you're just like poor in comparison, but don't tell me you've never bought Dior, okay? That's where the government would step in under my plan where you cannot (laughs) say you're the poor one if you have $10 million. But I love, and like the guy with the, I see, I'm not great with names, but the guy that has cheek implants that's like so nice and funny. Yeah. Yeah, I love Kane. Yes, no, but I think like that was great. And I think, so my theory is, and I've said this since the beginning, but Housewives should have five seasons, okay? That's all they get. They move on to a new franchise. And then we have like the MTV's The Challenge. We have Housewife All-Stars. They all come back and they don't have to do challenges. Fine, I don't care. Stick them in a vacation house. Like just that's yeah. what needs to happen. Like I just feel that there's a gets to a point where it gets like stale and people then we expect all this stuff when it's like people are giving so much shit to this first season of Salt Lake City. I'm like, it's their Dude, first it, season. It gave more than any other first season of it. I mean, yes. like maybe OC, but like uh, Dallas, like Dallas Potomac. I mean, totally. it is it is hands down an amazing franchise. And that's how spoiled we are as reality show watchers that we dare say, well, these couple episodes didn't do it for me, you know? Completely. I'm like, okay. And I said this too on our pod, like people are giving shit. It's like they like their reunion looks came out. They're like, oh God, they could have done better. I'm like, okay. OCs was in Vicky's backyard wearing jeans and sky tops. Atlanta had leggings. Like, no, no, these girls like women. I shop at Old Navy. Anything fucking looks good. Like I, I just thought they looked stunning. And I was like, why we give so- we've been spoiled. You're totally right. With like 15 years, 15 seasons of OC, I think is like the longest running one, right? And it's like we've been spoiled that we compare this season to be just okay I'm like it was brilliant it's like well, i think we should start all these different franchises nashville yes. chicago denver san they- francisco this gave me hope that it could be replicated again, that I was like, oh, and that's why I think, you know, Miami's actually happening. And mm-hmm. I think it's a great, you know, and by the way, I, I don't even get involved in this, but you guys realize there's like overseas real housewives of like all of these different, yeah. th- that I there's a, not- there's a Jersey, a real housewives of Jersey, but it's oh, in- not New Jersey, Jersey. Yeah. It's like some UK area. It's like an Island. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just was like, don't oh, make me try to learn. Like, I can't tell you where I'm at right now. So don't make me. <laughs> I literally was like, what are you? I don't know what you're talking about. I know. Um, you like froze. And I was like, oh, I got scared. Frozen? I got... And then you're like, and I was like, oh, then you moved. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, you just haven't heard of it yet. But yeah, uh, yeah. but it's like Cheshire, Melbourne. They used to play Melbourne on um, Saturday mornings on Bravo. So good. Gina Liano is one of the best housewives. Lydia is so stupid that she's amazing and she's stunning. It's like they had all these different ones. And like we Vancouver, I've heard, is insane. I don't know where you watch it. And I don't pay for things that I'm not gonna look. I'm poor, I'm poor and I'm cheap. So I don't pay for it. Like to if watch I would buy things. anything, it would be that Matthew McConaughey book, and I did not do that. So yeah, yeah. yeah you see, you library, which library is very smart, by the way. I have it my is. library card too. Guys, the library is awesome. I'm not gonna like, I'm not gonna play. I used to collect books and 
I realize now that I have like three bookshelves of shit that I'll have to lug around for the rest of my life, library is the way to go. Yes. I had to literally, I just cleared out like 150 books and I was like, I got to get rid of these. What did you do with them? I right now they're sitting in my mom's garage because I'm like, I'm going to, I was like, I'm going to donate it to the library, but the libraries are all closed. So I cannot actually donate them, but I'm like, Oh, I'll just like put, I'll give them to the library when it's time to, but it's like, I just have to get rid of all these that I'm like, I'd rather just, yeah, like rent it, return it, listen to it. It's so much easier. I do love a bookshelf though. What about your, okay. This is where I, I am so ashamed of myself. And I always say, if I get to have a time machine, I wouldn't do anything good with it. I would go back and I would tell my 12 year old self and I would explain explain streaming because I have so many DVDs and I thought I was being such a badass. I was like, Oh, look at me, a future Quentin Tarantino. And now I have like all these things with like director's commentary that I've never touched. And it turns out everything's streaming. And now it's like creepy that I have so many DVDs. Like, I mean, why did I need like heroes season one NBC on DVD or all of the game of Thrones or like, I mean, like, it's just like, it's all on the streaming. Like the only, my only hope is if an apocalypse happens, streaming is wiped out, but we still somehow have power so I can plug in a DVD player, you know? It's so that, I mean, that is so true. It's like so interesting because I feel like I used to go to target. Remember like they had that $5 section. So like you could get, yes. like, I had like devil Wars Prada and it's complicated. Yeah. And I buy all these five. And you felt DVDs. so good about yourself because they were a good price and you had something classic. Yes. And then I'm like, now I have these DVDs and I'm like, I don't, do I even have a DVD player? I don't even, I don't think I have a DVD player. Like I have nothing connected to my TV. And I'm like, I guess I just like, I got rid of them. Like I don't have a space for them. I don't need them. And so now I've had to go rebuy them on Amazon so I can have them, you know, it's like my Amazon is like Devil Wears Prada. It's complicated. And then like the Kingsman movies. And I'm like, what, what is the schedule? I'm like, I think I only buy movies when I start to drink. And then I'm like, eh, this is a great purchase. Yeah. You know, well, that's uh, right before I got COVID, I was at my parents' house and I had an Amazon in my, the, the guest bedroom and I hooked it up and I bought just friends, which I was really oh, happy with. Cause I, when you're, when you're tipsy, it's the funny, I mean, it's a funny movie regardless, but I remember being tipsy and then I woke up and I was like, I'd be like shit. And I was hungover. turns out I had COVID, but just friends <laughs> is it's just, just friends was amazing. I mean, those are the movies. Blueberry. That- <laughs> <laughs> um, Love that movie. Uh, so, I mean, like, I do wonder, I get, like, do you, you don't mess around with 90 Day Fiance or anything like that, right? So I used to, okay, here's- You respect so yourself. I, I no, no. Zero no, percent. No, no, no. no, there's no respect over here. But- because it's on Sundays and it's so long. Like this is what I've come to find with like the bachelors. I cannot do two hour episodes anymore. It's too hard for me. Like Sunday, if I miss, if I miss Atlanta or like whatever's airing on Sunday, like Potomac or whatever, and I don't watch that on Monday, I am so far behind on my TV watching schedule of what I have to watch for the podcast. And I'm like, I can't even touch this. And so, and then one of those people that if I miss a week or two weeks of a show, I will never watch it. Really? Yeah, I'm really bad. Like, I'll just, I'll forget about it. And then I'll be like, mm, there's just too many. Like, I can't go back and watch six 90 day fiancés. I mean, That's I could. True. I mean, yeah, you, you're trained to do stuff like that. But I mean, that, well, that's why like this season, especially you don't, do you, you, oh, do you I know the players. The, I know the players. The Bachelor. Do you do, do you uh, watch? No. So I watched the first episode and then I was like, nah, and then I was like, no, nah, I'm done. 
if you're looking to have like one of the best sleeps of your like I would suggest start with this season of The Bachelor and then like but Monday all of a sudden I used to look forward to it so much. Below Deck I think is a stinker this season. I know you guys talk about Below Deck. I now, just am not, I, I check in here and there. I I just not I'm not loving it at all. I don't care. I I I Below Deck Med was so exciting to me for some reason and maybe it was There's just no one COVID. for us like because it's Eddie and Lee, there's nobody to anchor for us on like the female side that we're like, well, we're not really on your side, Francesca, like but Francesca. we're definitely not on your side, Elizabeth. And I think that was like maybe if Francesca's next season, if she comes back, like we'll appreciate her more. But we'll, there's some. No, well, I don't think. I mean, Eddie just think- doesn't bring the drama. He's sitting out. He's sitting out of it. And Lee never is really about the drama either. And so it's like we're watching this drama with people we like don't have any ties to. Captain Lee only works at his best when you have a dynamic cast around him. So he can go like things like, well, that's a six foot of poop in a sack, you know, like you like, so we can say weird things and you'd be like, Oh, that's so funny. But Eddie I'd rather drag my dick around across yeah. broken glass than deal with these assholes. I want to put a che- cheese grater to my ass right now. Um, <laughs> But like, that's the thing is that like Eddie now walks around and he, he'll be like, Hey champ, what's up chief? Like he kind of thinks he's like kind of fellow kids. <laughs> and it's like, I don't, I, it's like now Monday night between that and the bachelor feels like a chore. Uh, as we wrap up Dallas, what do you think? What do you, I'm, li- I'm liking Dallas. Are you, I think it, yeah, I'm really loving Deandra. I think that they're all like, I love, do you know, Tiffany. I talked, do you know, I talked to her today. You did. And- I only got to talk to her. Uh, well, we're going to try to make it work. We're going to take a second date and we're going to see what happens. No, no. Um, Should no, we call she- you Jeremy? <laughs> no, no. I know. <laughs> I, I didn't have the guts to ask her, what's up with 13 engagements? Um, no, you but like, have. I only got to talk to her for like 20 minutes and I had to heavily promote her uh, skincare line, which is like Heart fine. Night, good morning. Heart. Wow. Seems like somebody. I cannot remember anything in my own personal life, but you asked me something from like season three, episode 12. I'm like, oh no, yeah, she was... when Brandy was called a slut pig. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. She was awesome. She was so, and like, I felt bad because she had like dressed up. So I figured she had like a day of interviews or something. Yeah. And I was just one of them because they told me you have 20 minutes and like that Bravo had to be on. And, you know, they, I had to cut out something because they didn't want it on because it revealed something later <laughs> in the season. And, uh, but she was so nice. She was so great. Like I was like, I Captain that. Brandy cracked me up, even though all the ladies hated it. With the I thought I love Captain Brandy too. Mary thought it was like creepy and weird. I was like, oh, I loved it. Like I thought it was so funny, and I wanted like I tried to make her do the Captain Brandy voice. And like, <laughs> hey guys, I love uh, ventriloquism, and no, <laughs> I'm a big fan of puppets. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew you had ones especially. <laughs> no, but she was like dope. Like she was like awesome. And I was just like, but I love her and Tiffany together. I think Tiffany is such a, and know what's great is like people like Cameron trying to go up, like which Cameron has her own strengths, but people like Tiffany that she tries to go up against on social media. And you're like, Tiffany okay. smart, you guys, like she's funny and she's smart. And she's got it all together. Don't go up against her, you know? No, I, it surprises me how all of them are against her because I'm like, I don't understand, like, because she seems pretty great. And like, it's like, it's weird to me that people choose Carrie over Tiffany. I find Carrie very obnoxious. Wait, 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 wait. Who's picking Carrie over Tiffany? Are you kidding me? No, the girl, the women are. Oh, like Dallas I, thought, women I are. thought you did like a poll on your page. No, 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 like, no, 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 no. Although Mary loves Carrie, which again. Mary, what is going on in San Francisco? She's lucky she's, lucky she's just such a cutie pie. but <laughs> <laughs> And I love her, but her bad taste. No, but um, but it's like, they're all excited with Carrie where it's like, 
And like Carrie tried to comfort Tiffany too. And did you see where um, she was like, here, why don't you buy my snake necklace? And she's like, mm, not my type, but I'm going to donate that to ASPCA. Yeah, and I was like, you can't like, you know, Carrie was like, shit, that was good. Like, I don't have a comeback to that. Like, or, I cannot- no, her daughter, her daughter had to explain to her that that was really good. Like, mom, she really got you. Here. She roasted you like boom, she roasted. You. You're yeah. done. <laughs> But um, yeah, Carrie's like the only one that like really bothers me. But I think like their fights are so stupid that it's like enjoyable in a sense because it's like, okay, we're fighting over chicken feet. Okay, we're fighting over um, not drinking enough tequila shots. Okay, we're fighting like the fights that when they're so silly, there's like what makes these shows like enjoyable. It's like same with Salt Lake. Our fights were hospital smell, um, thumbs up. It's like. Well, do you remember? I was remembering like I forgot about Good Time Girl. I forgot that. Remember, Heather was like called a good time girl. At oh my god! I, yes. I, I oh, that's what her post that. was today. Oh, I couldn't figure out what her. I okay. I watched like, Heather's I, stories today, but I couldn't. That's figure how out what good she's talking about. Like, was was that I forgot about the thumbs up. I forgot about the good time girl because it was so strong immediately. Yeah. That, uh, you know, but. Uh, Anyways, we love all the shows. So you do you have hope for Bravo? That's what I really I think that they I, I think what the Bravo needs to do is they need some more fresh shows. Like I think like the um family karma coming back is really good for them. I think they need to do like these more of these one-off shows where it's like they need to be doing a most eligible Dallas. They need to do these like shows at like Timber Creek Lodge you or whatever. That, you did this in your stories like a couple of weeks ago where you posted all of those. Old, like those shows. And I was a huge fan of, uh, I mean, not just flipping out, but um, uh, Jonathan Anton uh, blow out blow out. I remember like when I was much younger watching that and like cracking up, I talked to that, Amanda. Like, inspired me to get my cosmetology license. Do you have your cosmetology? License, I do. Really? I do. Yeah, I do. No. But I was like, I was like one of those things where I'm like, okay, these like Tabitha's, you know, um, sheer genius, like all those. I'm like, oh, I love these shows. But, Princesses Long Island, NYC oh. Prep. I, I mean, I talked to Amanda Burtoncini from Princesses Long Island a couple weeks ago, and it Is was she one of those the things. Koozies? Yeah, and with okay. the remember she had the boyfriend that was yes, like, yes, I yes, love yes. you, Amanda. Kid, you know, like it was, and it was so, and it's so weird to talk to these people where you're like, it's ten years later, and you're like, okay, do you? you got like the boyfriend was like really funny to watch. Right. Like you, like, you don't know how, like, you know, I, where are you in your life compared to 10 years ago <laughs> it was very real for her. So you're like, you, you know, you forget how these things play to an audience. Um, but they had such amazing shows that they just yes. kind of gave up on when I'm like, you could have had so many franchises. I would have killed for an NYC prep second season, or even a, where are they now? Now, you know, I, I think, is that what they should do though? Is like, they should bring a, a back a where are they now? Like, remember those, like Luann got that one, like, how'd you get here? It was like, why? Yes. Like, these are so easy to produce. Like, come on. Like, especially during COVID, it's like, this should be super cheap to produce and give us, Bravo can serve us anything and there will be somebody who watches it. Yeah, like, they I mean, switch I, time zones on us. They're like, hey, this was usually on at 10, but this week it's going to be on at eight and they don't lose viewers. I'm speaking to all you enviers out there. Of course, I'm speaking to the backyard envy folks. <laughs> uh, like, you know, like there is a fan, but that, that Luann thing, Ken Burns, the documentarian needs to come in and like take over. Wouldn't you love to see a Dorinda medley with like an old timey, like narrator yes. going like then. I want to see her in England. I want to see it all. Like, yes. They I have want, so like, much content they could create. And I feel like they're letting like things like TLC smack them on the ass. And like TLC just basically goes, get on your uh, Skype and we'll tape it and we'll throw it on, on the air and people will watch it. And they're getting twice the ratings as Bravo right now. And I think that's ridiculous. Yeah. Are you, so do you watch 
galley talk is that what it's called the the below deck like where they're doing these like episode rewatches now which is kind of like pillow talk well no i there's there's still like a part of me that thinks like can have an actual life so i've stayed away okay from no no i i mean i, I understand i don't i haven't watched it either but, but, but by the way but I'm, on my I'm, tv i'm proud of them for doing that like I, i'm like happy that they're doing that i just yeah uh, also, if anybody's listening to from the DVR companies, stop adding Watch What Happens Live into my. I only have 20 hours on my AT&T DVR for some Wait, reason. I'm on AT&T too. It's so frustrating to get an hour and a half and then you screw me over because I tape Watch What Happens Live, so I get it twice and then it like I have to like. Tape and not up. only that, then they do the before the episode they do the one oh things you didn't see last week, and so now I have three below decks. I got 12 Salt Lake Cities, and I'm like. I don't want these. But also, HD&T, why don't you just like say, hey, Ryan, would you like the opportunity to spend five more dollars for 40 hours like on your DVR? Literally. I mean, I love the three hours ahead. I think that's the benefit, right? Yes, except for they don't do ABC Bachelor, but you get three hours ahead on all Bravo shows. So we get East Coast time. Well, you know, sometimes it's nice, like you have to have something to watch at eight because sometimes it's like 5 p.m. and I'm like, cool, I'm going to watch OC. And then after I'm like, I guess I'm going to watch something else now because it's only seven, you know, (laughs) now what do I do for the rest of my night? It's like, Oh, okay. I'm like, okay, well I'll watch like, I'll watch something from last week. And I'm like, nah, I'm not into that. So then I end up watching something completely stupid. And I'm like, why am I now watching? Like I'm into the West wing. I'm watching all these shows. Oh, wow. You're going to, okay. Wait, can I, I started watching for the first time, the comeback with Lisa Kudrow because because dealing with all like the the ladies and guys that I deal with now, the comeback they swore by. I never watched it. It's amazing. It's, it's really so good. flipping funny, and it's also about a reality show. Um, Andy like, Andy guests in an episode. Yeah, you know, I mean, like I I I'm like six episodes in, and I I love it. But it's like I'm going back and going like, okay, let's see what you got, HBO Max. Let's see. But totally. and I feel all cocky after I watch it because I'm just like, look at me not watching a re- Bravo show. I'm watching. A- I feel guilty sometimes, like when I'm watching a show. That's what I'm talking about. Like when I get behind on my shows because I'm like, well, I had to watch like this weekend. I had to watch like Fake Famous, and then I had to watch like Drag Race, and then I had to watch the Britney documentary, and then you know, and then I watched the Anna Nicole 2020. And Wait, like- was that good? The Anna Nicole 2020. Listen, I already knew everything about Anna Nicole, so it gave me no new news. But we did get to see her daughter all grown up, who is like her twin from when she was younger. And it was like, and it I was interesting. I bet she's a sweet girl. Like, he seems like a decent dad. Yes, exactly. Like, he, you can, you, I feel like he's a really good dad. But, you know, and then it was like the darkness of that Britney doc. And it's like, and so it felt like very much kind of similar in that. But, you know, it's like, I got to watch all these other things that I want to watch for enjoyment. Not that I don't enjoy Bravo, but I feel like sometimes, don't you feel like it's homework for oh, you a little bit? I mean, I, t- I take really in-depth notes. I mean, even if I don't use them, I take notes. So I'm like, I'll watch it once or twice. And like, you know, if I don't have time, I'll just watch it once, but I'll take notes. So I don't necessarily enjoy it. That's yeah. why 90 Day Fiance, I'll just be like, well, this is for me. And I don't take notes. Yes. And then it's like two hours. So it's just like, it's not even that great for two hours. Um, yeah. Can I tell you, Larry Burkhead was one. I went to Tom Sandoval's birthday party. The first time I ever met him and Ariana three, three years ago, I didn't realize it was going to be filmed. I thought it was a normal birthday. Party. Was this the roller skate one? No, it was the one where Jack's, his credit card didn't go through for the donation for the children. It was like for a, they, they did a benefit for teachers or something. And is this a roast? 
No, this was the same season as the roast though. Tom had like the long kind of hair and like- oh, I with never, the braids. I, yeah, I never met any of those guys. So I walked in thinking it was like a normal birthday party and all of a sudden I had to sign a release. I started sweating like after a two judgy girls Peloton ride and I walk in, but like I hid until I stopped sweating and then I came back up and- I, Larry Burkhead was there for some reason. And it was only Who like 70. With him? It was only like 60 or 70 of us. So I was like, this isn't like everybody's here, but all, I was like, I know that dude. And it was Larry Burkett. And, and he I, was at Jax's wedding too. So like, where did they meet him at the Kentucky Derby one day? Like I, I keep I, forgetting I, to ask why. And, and I, I don't send him a text and then let us know what he says, because we need to know, we need to get to the bottom of this. Wouldn't it be weird if Sandoval is like the, the godfather or something like that or um <laughs> courtney i could talk to you literally uh, all night and and so thank you for doing this uh yes, this is of just course. And, and you guys you just listened on to a conversation with me and courtney but um two judgy girls uh it's coming up it's a new podcast that you've not heard of yes please follow their Instagram account. They have a couple thousand. We're trying to get them to 10,000 for the swipe up. Uh, uh, bless. <laughs> bless. No, but that is was... there anything coming up that we need to be aware of? Because I mean, March Madness is coming up. So uh, we're well, going gonna... to the hot guys, right? The hot guy, March Madness, it's coming up. We're trying to figure out some like different things that we can do. We usually like kind of ask like, hey guys, send us like photos if you want. Or like, hey wives, send us photos of your husband. <laughs> You know what you should do with the guys who you should do like bearded Luke, clean shaven Luke, bearded Carl, clean shaven Carl. I mean, you're Carl. bringing too much into it because it's really me that does it. Mary <laughs> will tell you, like, she'll be like, oh yeah, we'll do this. I'm like, okay, are you going to do it? She's like, ah, oh, damn it. Okay. We're not going to do that. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, I'm like, I am like so meticulous with this too. I take it very seriously. Like no. Ariana takes it ske- sketch comedy very seriously. I take March Madness very seriously. So I'm like, I've got like a board at my house that like I'm writing all the names on it is i mean it's a joke yeah. but well, you know it's so March madness we all look forward to it uh not yeah. me in particular but a lot of you ladies and guys look forward to it i think i feel like it is still for straight men it is super fun still to like judge men like i had we did for the super oh. bowl we put all the quarterbacks up and we had so many people responding being like my husband just did this he loved this it was so much no, fun you know what you're exactly right because i did like a big thing on the podcast you guys you guys know was that I really railed against John Pringle. I was like, if this guy's fucking good looking, then I'm fucking Tom Cruise. And like, and, and what you're much better looking than John Pringle. No, that's not true. And he has abs, but I will say (laughs) I felt bad because I did like an Instagram post. And I know a lot of people probably did the same thing, but when they brought it up in the reunion and they brought up all the things that I'd compared him to. And the fact that he did, like, I don't, he DM'd me. It was like, (laughs) ha you really got me. And I was like, Oh shit. And then, then I was like, um, and then I didn't know what to say. So I was like, I'm ugly too guy. And like, I didn't know. I'm ugly. No, I said, I said, no, I said, uh, oh, well, I don't think I'm that good looking. And you're, you're, I said, a lot of girls got into my DM saying how good looking you were. And then I said, well, at least you don't have any, um, I said, at least you don't have any problems with the law, like Ravenol. And, uh, <laughs> and I didn't know what to say. I was like, I just, you're just rambling on. You're like, yes. no, it's fine. Uh. And my friend, Emily, like DMs with him and all that. And he'll still bring it up of like, that guy really got me, you know? And I'm like, Oh no, it's his first season. He didn't understand. I mean, this is how Paige blocked us. You know, like we call her Voldemort. She who shall not be named because 
Paige no. even actually brought that up in a live the other day. I think I saw it on, or she brought, no, not you guys specifically, but Hannah was saying that she liked an account, I think Bravo and cocktails. And Paige was like, well, yeah, I'm just kind of done with those kind of accounts. And I figured they were meant they're talking about you. I mean, it's been a year. It's like, move on, but also like, sure. Keep the beef, whatever, <laughs> you know, like God's the biggest fight in my life. It's like, you know, <laughs> can you imagine, like, could you imagine, like, I would hate to be a reality star because I'd be like, okay, all these things are like, could you imagine being Madison right now? I mean, first off, I'm sure she's loving it, but she I just love like, this. But all these people like going to like, Madison's first name is Laura. It's like, okay. So, or like, you know, they keep posting that photo of her from like before wait, wait, wait. she's like Madison. eight months pregnant. <laughs> Wait, Madison's first yeah. name is Laura? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so when did she change like, Madison's Madison? her middle name. It's her oh. middle name. So she My middle name's Kyler, by... and I used to try to go by Kyler when I was in college. Kyler like, Bailey Kyler, is a good name. Dave, Ryan Kyler Bailey. And that's why, well, it with SAG, Screen Actors Guild, I'm Ryan Kyler Bailey because there was already a Ryan Bailey. And then I realized as I got into my 30s that I was like, oh, you're never going to be Philip Seymour Hoffman. Why are you doing this? Like, this is ridiculous. You but don't Sag want Philip Seymour me. Hoffman. It ends badly. It does. Uh, I rest. Rest in peace, Philip. Um, R.I.P. Glad, glad we really brought it down. No, but Madison, uh, real quick, I never mentioned this. I keep saying real quick, you guys, but wasn't it so dark when that thing got brought up of like, oh, he's seen it. You know, that thing where he said, just don't look at my belly, just put it in. Wasn't that dark? Was like, yeah, wasn't that so like too okay. much? And then I was a, I was on Andy's side when he's like, how do you know this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want like the Craig Conover like school of like what did she say exactly Austin and that brings us back to the advice man like uh, Austin look at me look at me don't talk about the rabbits what did she say exactly like where were you standing where was she she sitting she said to put it in Craig yes okay that's it I'm done this is too much Courtney Frayne, two Jenny girls, you know her, you love her. Check it out. It's a podcast burning up the charts. Uh, I love you, Courtney. Thank you for having me. This was so fun. I really appreciate it. And hopefully people (laughs) are still here because the amount of left turns I make us take is, you know, we're going, we're back on the right now because we've gone, you know, back on the straight after taking all those turns. Well, we didn't mention Army Hammer. Uh,
gonna go Batches.